Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Pochcast. Today, Pochfad and Star will be having another absolutely riveting conversation with more wonderful, talented, and inspiring people. So, grab that drink, get your butt comfy, and hold on to your seat. This is the Pochcast. All right, thank you everybody for coming to another episode of the podcast. I really appreciate you guys lending us your ears so that you can hear what goes on in our lives, and hopefully you can feel like you're just sitting around the living room hanging out with us. Today we have uh, two, I have two beautiful people with me. One you guys know and love, that's that Star. Star, how you doing today? Still standing. She is sitting down. Okay. So the other person that, that we have the pleasure to hang out with and, and talk with is is from the streaming dynamic duo that is Modern Poet. Today we have Fakie. Fakie, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm really happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, I'm I'm so excited. Like, I'm so excited. And this is something that people may have heard on this podcast before, but... um. I'll say this with all my all my innards, all my might, that I am totally fanboying out because you you and Mr. P have been a staple in our home for a long, long time. They like, seriously, you guys, I, it's been a couple years that that I've known you guys, and oh my dear goodness, like the fact that I get to sit one on one and talk with you. If you just see me dabbing my forehead and sweating, it's not that it's hot in here. It's that I'm fanboying out. But it is so good to see you. It's it so is. weird and honor. It's so weird and it's such an honor. It's it's so <laughs> funny to hear people say stuff like that. And then it's just like, I, I think you're so, I love you guys so much. And then to hear you say that just warms my heart so much. Thank you, you so much. You guys, you're, you're so like. I'm gonna just so everybody knows. I'm gonna have links in the in the description so you can see what I mean. But on your streams, the way that you guys are, and I know that this is is a not a show. It's who you are. Is that you're loving and caring to the people that come in, and that is what like that is what drew me to both of you, you and Mr. P, from the very beginning. The warmth, the you know what? I don't give a fuck who you are. I accept your shit. Let's go. That was like I'm like I'm in. I'm all in. Like, like you, you don't give a fuck who I am. You just, you know, you are loved. You're important. I'm like, I'm in. Like that. That was. You were sort of one of my like introductions to the real loving community on Twitch. Like I was still a baby Twitch person when I when I met you guys, and that was like the biggest loving community. Um, and so that's why that that's when I say like you guys have a special place in my heart. That's you really helped show me that Twitch can have this wonderful, beautiful community. It so can. thank you. And you got, you have, I just want to take a minute because I'm going to fanboy back. <laughs> you have just fostered a, such a wonderful community for yourself of people. When I go, I know I, we, ha, I know we are, our, our schedules are like passing ships in the oh, night. They are. Unfortunately. <laughs> but they are. when we do get to catch each other, I am always just welcomed and I always oh, feel yeah. loved and accepted by the, by the chat, by everybody in there. And you've just done a wonderful job of having community that reflects the people that you are. And that's just a compliment to the highest order because you're just a wonderful person. So now that we've, we've oohed and aahed over yeah. you. Okay. okay. Now we can, we can, you know, stop blushing and go into the, the regular part of the... I'm still blushing, but we the sunglasses help, I guess. <laughs> 
So I wear um, the sunglasses for a medical condition, by the way. If anybody is, uh, I was I was wondering. I didn't know if that was just your normal go-to because usually wear. No, 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 no. Um, I have a. I guess we could just go over this really quick. I have a demyelinating disorder of the central nervous system. It's in the same family as like multiple sclerosis. It's the closest to multiple sclerosis. And uh, if you ever see me with my glasses off, you notice like the left side of my face kind of hangs a little. I walk, I can kind of gimp around my house without a cane, and other, but I need a cane to walk and wear a time or anything like that. Um, uh, I get confused. I have poor memory. But the reason I wear the glasses is I have a condition called optic neuritis in my left eye, and okay. glasses make it less painful. That's it. There we it's go. There more, we go. Well, that's something more complicated than that. I don't always wear the glasses. Uh, the last eight months or so, I would say the my light sensitivity has been worse, so I've worn them more. But now it's nothing more complicated than that. <laughs> well, it's it's good to try and lessen the pain. Like I get you on that. I get yeah. you. Anything yeah, especially you when I'm at the computer. Glasses, I okay. try to take them off when I'm not at the computer, but if I'm at the computer, I tend to wear them. Yeah, the 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 light glares from the computers and everything else is obnoxious in itself. Yeah. Yeah. I can just imagine if you're you're dealing with some some eyeball issues that uh it could just make it worse. So yeah. that's honestly it's kind of impressive even more so that with with that, you know, you you found a way around it to still be able to go and stream and hang out with people and you know, you that makes it even more for me that like you're fighting pain and you're fighting things to be able to go hang out and, and see people. That's what I mean by this just like you're just full of that love. I like it. That's that's a, it's impressive. It's impressive. It, that it's really nice, but it's really the opposite. It's when I I'm a workaholic. Okay. And when it's been many many years now, but when I first got sick, I always I always had two jobs, and I was just somebody who worked constantly. And in hindsight, it was probably just because I didn't want to deal with issues that I had lingering. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. some people cope with substances or whatever and i think i in the hindsight i was using work a bit okay uh, there's, but I, there's so, the worst things you could do but yeah <laughs> so, I, but the point being know. i was a workaholic and i okay. got my sense of accomplishment and who i was as a person and uh, through work okay mm-hmm. uh through i bowled too but a lot of it came through work and when i got to the point where i was i first of all i worked way past when i should have you know what i mean like i was gimping around trying to work and all sorts of stuff when I finally couldn't work anymore, it was horrible on me. It really, I laid in bed for like a year and a half or two. And a lot of it was being sick and a lot of it was depression, just straight up depression. Okay. Um, besides finding a wonderful therapist, streaming gave me a lot of my life back. I, not my, okay. I, it was, I have a reason to be productive again. I have a thing to plan for. I have people to wake up and tell that they have self-worth every day. I have people to tell that they matter. I, I, there's a purpose, you know, and that's, it it gives that work ethic back. Yeah. And for me, that's like the fire that keeps the furnace going. Gotcha. So it gave, it gives me more than I ever give it. I, that makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. And I like it. I like that that's your reasoning. You know, instead of uh, uh, the fame and fortune, it's, you know, this this 
Well, we've been doing this like six years. I, I don't think the, I don't think the fame and fortune <laughs> thing is, is on the horizon. If we were in this with a fame and fortune, I think we probably would have given in by now. Um, <laughs> no, the fame and fortune. You mean you mean you're not going for ninja status? Come on! It's... No, 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 no. You you guys, the community that you have wrapped around you guys is. It's strong. It's really, really strong. Like I've noticed because you guys have, you know, in in one thing I do like about both you, Mr. P, is that you don't hide your ups and downs. You'll talk about your ups, but you'll talk about your downs as well. And I mean that transparency is beautiful. I love transparency. Like I see so many people and you know, there's things I mean, I don't talk about like if we get into super personal arguments about you know thing, right. but I talk about hell yeah, I'll tell you if we screamed over a grocery list. Um, <laughs> um, you know, I'll tell you if things are kind of bad. I I talk a lot about the situation um, with my parents because mm-hmm. I know a lot of people have elderly parents who are um, deteriorating. Mm-hmm. And I'm in that situation with oh, my parents are in their 70s and they're deteriorating mm-hmm. um, and they already had mental health issues to begin with. So the situation was already very complicated. So I'm super open about that situation because I know a lot of other people have complicated family dynamics. Well, and it gives people something to relate to. You yeah, know, like I'm yeah. not the only one, and you're you're out there, you know, going, "Hey, you're not." The yeah, only I one. try to do it without throwing people under the bus. You know of what course. I mean? Like, I, I don't get me wrong. I have gotten on there and been like, "My God, my mother's driving me effing fucking crazy." <laughs> but I do try to do it with a sense of empathy. Of you know, I talk about the you know, but yeah, I can't. I don't see the point of if you're gonna do something for as long as we've been doing it, right? Mm-hmm. And you're not going to show people, like, not the whole of you as in, like, you know, talk about your sex life, you know what I mean? But I guess, but represent the whole of you as who you are as a human being. Then I think, you know, for this kind of, let me rephrase that, for the kind of stream that we do, if you're going to go on there and you're going to go be a fucking speed runner, then it it doesn't really matter, right? But that's not what we did. Right. No, you guys have have a very like you play games, but it's a community oriented stream. I have been trying to play Uncharted Four for three days, and I should be like eight hours in, and I'm like an hour <laughs> in. It's literally I didn't play. I loaded it up on Saturday. We played not nothing. I didn't move <laughs> one screen, not one screen. I swear to God, watch the vod. Um, I I totally believe you. I completely believe you. <laughs> so yeah, things like that happen. So when you're in a stream like that, like, I refuse, here's what I refuse to do. I refuse to be like, hi, I'm disabled, but every day I wake up and no matter how much pain I'm in, I'm going to do it. And it's always awesome. And things are great and blah, blah, No, fuck you. I absolutely wake up and there are days that I'm in pain and I miss my fucking life. I hear you. I absolutely hear you. And I'm not going to tell you that those days don't happen. I'm not going to tell you that that there's days that Mr. Poet and I don't fight like cats and absolute dogs because we are under this financial stress, medical stress, all the 20 years of this. You know, I mean, 
I've been open about the fact that we lost our house to medical debt back in 2009, 2010. I'm, sometimes I think I'm too open. But it's just... And, I mean, on one hand, I can see that. But then on the other hand, I think, and this is just me personally, and I've been working on being more open, I work on being transparent, is there's a lot of people, more people than you may realize that are in the same boat that you are, that I am, that, that star is, you know, that, that we are, as we go forward, that have just been taught to shut up, suck it up and deal with it. Yeah. And then when they find somebody that's going through the same thing, that's open, it gives them a sense of freedom to go, Hey, me too. Like, this is the shit I'm going through. It's just like the shit you're going through. And I think it helps people to, and this is me with the psychology background, to actually open up their mouths and talk about it. It might not change their situation, but being able to verbally or or even typing, you know, because it's in a chat or whatever, but to be able to admit those things going on to another person, it, it can be freeing it can take a little bit of pressure off it can give them a momentary rest even if they're only in your stream for 30 minutes yeah it'll take 10 years of stress and give them 30 minutes from that 10 years to go fuck i'm not alone you know like so you you may say you think you're a little bit too transparent i i would what i try to do is be transparent but be kind of general like again there's lines like i i there are things i don't i won't share you know what i mean and you know um i guess i've tried to learn to generalize over the years without oversharing but to get the point across Mm -hmm. of where you're at and that's a fine balance but it's important very important yeah I mean, such as, you know, hey, I'm having trouble with my house, not, hey, I live at 123 Main Street. Exactly. And on my front yeah, porch, exactly. I, you know, like, there it is. You know, we don't need yeah. to go all into detail, yeah. but exactly. yeah, I, I, hear, I hear you on that. I hear you on that. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, it, it's a sense of, uh, like, I'm, I'm stumbling over my words, but Twitch, when I first learned about Twitch and thought about Twitch, you, you know, video games, you know, like, oh, video game players, they have 10,000 people in there. They don't pay attention to you. You just watch them. That's how it is. The more that I've been involved in Twitch and realized that, yes, those channels exist, right? There are people that have a thousand to 10,000 people in there. They don't really look at chat. They're just, you're there to watch them. But then you have thousands of smaller channels that are there to foster a community and to help grow and to help encourage um, and work through shit. And it's it's huge, especially the stuff that we've been going through the past couple of years. I mean, the past long time, but the past couple of years has gotten really heavy um, for a lot of people that having, you know, Twitch and a discord. So people can talk to you there or go over to Discord and keep with the community. And it's not just when you're live, but like actually foster that family. What I try to do is, one, I don't consider us a mental health training. Uh Um, I don't. Um, I, one, have no mental health training. I don't presume to have any mental health training. Uh I am just, um, the only thing is I'm open about, I've had post-traumatic stress disorder in the past. And I allow other people to a point to be open in chat about their, you know, I can't have people being graphic about certain things, obviously for certain reasons, but I allow people to be open about their issues and to share those. But I don't, I am not, we're not a mental health stream. What my goal is, is to kind of be like, I love video games. That's how I found Twitch. Uh I want to share our love of video games. 
and give that to have that be a way for people who are stressed out to be a stress-free entry point okay okay so that you can come in and if that's a way for you to if you're having a problem and you start just reaching out to somebody else and you don't want to talk about this stuff you want you just want to watch somebody play shadow of the colossus okay fun game by the way yeah amazing game uh probably gonna get a tattoo of it uh nice you know but you're still interacting in the world where you wouldn't be before and then if i'm sort of babbling about the fact that i have i'm sort of have i've had issues in the past too well now maybe you don't feel quite so alone but my goal was not to I'm not qualified to help people with their mental health issues. Well, it, here's here's the thing, and when it comes to that, um, and that's it, it, streams that like that scare the that shit way. out of me on Twitch. I got to tell you, there's okay, there's a few that go, in my opinion, and this too is far. this is way somebody that has a twenty plus year psychology background. You know, I was working on my doctorate. Like, I have the technical to be able to help people, but on Twitch. That is not, in my opinion, the appropriate place no. and platform. Do you to do have it. the backgrounds of these people? Like, I, right. I mean, that's the thing. They pop in, and you have no idea who they are. I know someone that has their masters in psychology and says on their stream, "I am not your counselor. This is not a place where I'm going yeah, to give exactly. you psychological advice." Is it a place where you know I have the ability to? you know maybe give a pointer or two yes and i do the same thing and mine are usually more general in if you're feeling down let's look at a positive it doesn't mean that every day has to be positive because some days are absolute shit and that's just how it is but i want to give you a few tools that you can use i'm not changing you i'm not making you a different person i'll give you a few tools use them or don't use them here i'll love you and that's like my extent of you know mental health type type stream yeah i Um, try to control like what i can do when the power of the stream and how i can make your life better in the stream and you know common sense things and i and talk about my experience of what i went through in 10 years of therapy and i will Mm -hmm. you know recite things like that I have a good enough diploma, okay? There's no way on <laughs> earth that I should be giving people mental health advice. I love Even it. Took if, me a second. I love that the good enough diploma. My my therapist used to tell me that I used to have a very a very keen understanding of how people like their emotions and how they function. And how you know? Uh-huh. And I don't care how keen my understanding is. I'm not doing it. Like, <laughs> Like I'm just that's okay. I try to be empathetic and that's fine. I try go. to be as as cliche as it sounds, a beacon of light for somebody. You're having yeah. a shitty day? Well, Roman's gonna be on at ten o'clock pretending to play Uncharted Four. You know what I mean? <laughs> yep. Like yep. Uh, let's go for it and that's that's the fun thing though is that you get to enjoy you get to do what you love and it's not that you're going hey come here i'm going to help you with all your problems it's a hey come here i'm going to love you where you are and you are genuinely you are important yes not because you're a viewer in my stream because you are a person of value yes you know and i tell people my little speech at the end of every stream i mean it from the bottom of my heart you are more than you can be more than the actions of your worst day take responsibility for what you do you have mm-hmm. to learn from it 
but you can be more so much more than the actions of your worst day. On the flip side of it, here's a trap I don't think enough people realize. You are also more than a trophy case. You oh, yeah. are more than a collection of accolades. There are many people trapped by that. As many of us as, I mean, you know, I'm a guy with a good enough diploma. That's not my issue. But <laughs> there are many people who are trapped by just nobody sees past achievements. They don't see and the emotions and the struggle. And they're trapped in that way. Mm -hmm. And no matter what side of any of that you're on, you're still important. You still have worth. You still have value. You're still all of you. No matter whether you yes. are the guy with the trophy case or you're the guy who's been told you're a piece of shit all your life. Yes. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just soaking that in right now. Because all that is true. All that is facts. There was no lies spoken. I love that. that. I love telling people along with that is that, you know, the, the the main thing people hear is, well, I'm not perfect. And I say bullshit. You are perfect. You are perfectly you. Everything that's happened in your life has led up to make you exactly where you are right now. And that is you're in that perfect moment of no one else can be you. No one else has done this. You are perfectly you. Does that mean you fit the perfect standard to the person next door that's telling you to be better? No, but who cares? Who cares if you're not fitting up to their standards? Be you. Be happy that you're you. And understand that you are perfectly who you are. You're perfectly faky. No one else is. You are perfectly faky. You know what I mean? And, and you're yeah, perfectly Yeah, one stuck. thing that he and I try to do is just honestly just live our life. I know that, yeah. that sounds weird, but we just live. We are ourselves. 24 hours a day I and believe it. me it's cost us a lot in life because we are not people have wanted us to kind of reel it in a little bit you know what i mean just be and yeah. we're not, and Why? it's not happening you know what i mean like when i first got sick i had a people either thought because of how i look like i'm a drug addict or i'm all this or oh my god yeah. so it took it's cost me years of my life quite literally um you know but it would have been worse to just pretend to be something and okay, no, right. I, I right. Know. And there's there's just on the streaming aspect, there's a person that I know that, you know, it's a person that averages three, four hundred people in their stream. So considered, you know, successful in what they're yeah. doing. And they I, I yeah, I find that very successful <laughs> um, but they what they were saying though is that they were approached by different large sponsors yeah and they the but what they got in their contract to look over is they had to change x y and z and they yeah. sent back a thing saying i won't change these so if that's the deciding factor then i reject your, your well, proposal yeah. and ended up going with another sponsor that was like you are who you are say what the fuck you want and go for it and so they, what they were telling people is don't change who and what you are just for something else. Just be you. Just do you. You may not get that Nike sponsorship, but, you know, you might get a Johnson & Johnson. We've you never know, gotten like, any sponsor. We are not sponsor friendly. Like, I, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I've had my moments, not because of sponsorship at all, not uh -huh. because of that. The only time I've thought about not changing, but swearing intentionally trying to swear less on stream is because i don't want people who don't once you know us you get it right, right. 
Yes, but I agree with that. Once you, like, the first time, like, say you click on the stream and the first thing you hear is me saying, motherfucking sucker, <laughs> right? <laughs> because I can come out with some stuff, man. And you're just like, well, that doesn't sound very, I don't like the word pots. I'm sick of the word toxic. I'm sick of the word positive. They've all been ruined in my eyes as far as I'm concerned. But anyway, that's another topic. Right. Uh, but I don't want people to just be like, well, this is harsher than I, because the, the stream's not harsh at all. <laughs> right. You right. know what I mean? It's not, it's just, you know, so that's, it. you notice I didn't do that, but I have had the, like these passing thoughts of, it sucks when, because I know I'm positive over the years, people have come in, misjudged it because of, of the nature of the language. And I can see that. Right. I'm, I, I mean, I'm positive it's happened. Um, but I just, first of all, I, I just can't do it. I tried just for myself to see if I could. It's like a just challenge. See if you could. I and love I, it. And I just, I don't know. Like, I just can't do it. I'm concentrating on too much when I stream. Like, it's hard for me with the neurological issues. I'm already trying to, like, use a controller with one dead hand. And I'm trying to concentrate on a game. And chat's going. And... I'm already concentrating on too much. Trying not to swear is just another hurdle yes. I don't have to jump. That's an over-the-top kind of thing. Like It really is. Like, But honestly, you're going to have people like me that if I pop into your stream and I hear you motherfucking say, I'm like, I'm in the right place. You know, so you have people that are going to be like. That's the other side of it. Like, yeah, the, I'm, I if I free. walk into that stream, I'm going to go, I'm Right, you're gonna get a warm, cuddly yes. feeling when you like hear I just people got a hug because someone's yeah. yelling and cussing at the I'm game. Home. Like, yeah, yeah. And also, I think like when you hear me say it, you can hear intent, right? Like, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not raging. Like, it's just you know. <laughs> so I've and given up. Will. We're never. Yes, yeah. I get. We're never getting a sponsor. I don't give a shit. We're. <laughs> it's never happening. Look, look actually. I, I, I will I will say your your stream. I don't know if you've heard of Manscaped. Yes, Manscaped, I have heard of Manscaped. Manscaped doesn't give a shit. So I can see <laughs> you guys being sponsored by Manscaped where they just be like, fuck it, here you go. <laughs> I will never take a sponsorship from someone who we don't use, so I'd have to try it out first. But I, I've never I don't sense. think about it. Look, this we all talk, people come up with this is I don't think there's anything wrong with trying to make a living at right. all. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. I don't, and I don't think that you have to, uh, your goals have to be compromised in that way, right? Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, my utmost, and I'm saying I, obviously, uh, he's the main attraction, right? I'm the manager. If you're, so it's, it's weird that I'm the only one talking <laughs> because he really is like the main event, like, it's in wrestling terms, he's the main event, and I'm like the, the fucking manager. Like, that's how it is, sort of. That's how it's set up. And, um, See, it's funny you say that because I've, I've always kind of seen it the other way around. Where, like, because <laughs> when I come in a lot, like, you're, you're, you're going to town. <laughs> and then he'll he'll pop in the background and be like, hey, how's it going? How's everybody? Did you and come then, into you know, a Roman stream. That's why. Yeah, you're <laughs> coming into my streams. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah, I've, yeah. I've, been to, I've been to his a bunch, and it, like, he's usually been like Dead by Daylight or something, and, and I can see what you mean. You know, chat's going nuts. Chat goes nuts 
it, it both of them like, very matter fortunate for a, for a small stream we always have a really busy chat oh yeah oh which my is goodness. great and believe me you can't under you don't under it, that's a blessing believe yes me. oh yeah uh when you've it's, got something because it's it's like crowd working my brother's a stand-up comic okay and, uh well he does other stuff too but he does stand-up comedy and uh you know, it's like doing crowd work. You know what I mean? It's for me. It's like doing. It's so much easier for me to rip off. Oh people, yes. You know. Oh, yes. So because oh, I'm, so I'm not good there. about planning streams. I'm trying to get better about it, but I'm I'm not good about. It. I don't. I, I I guess I've heard that people plan streams. The only thing that I plan on doing in stream is to draw something. You know, because I draw so is to draw something, and if someone pops up, talk to them. Like I don't know if people actually plan out their streams. People do plan streams. Some people have scripts. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. I mean, it really varies. It goes all the way. Like sometimes I don't even know. I wake up in the morning. And if you look at my Discord, I'm like, morning lows. I don't know what the fuck I'm playing. <laughs> like, that's literally the morning message. Yes. And I wake up and we go on stream and I'm like, all right, guys, what are we playing? Like, Perfect. they literally decide. And I try to explain to them, like, and they laugh at me because I'm really uncomfortable doing just chatting streams. Okay. Okay. Because I'm not, I know I seem chatty, but I'm not really naturally. Like, unless you give me a topic. Like we are right now. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I don't we were just talking about that earlier where like streaming you talk a lot, but when streams off, you are a very quiet person. I'm a oh that's right. I forgot we weren't recording. Yeah. That was <laughs> I we had a whole twenty minute conversation. We did. We did. We were... I thought we were recording and um yeah. I'm a really if I'm not streaming, I'm I don't talk to anybody. I don't use the phone. I never did. I don't really have. I have one friend, and she's as quiet as me, so we don't talk. Um, I don't talk. That's the perfect it. friend, though. That's we really, friend. it's perfect. No one's offended. Like we have, we didn't see each other since before the pandemic. No one's offended. Like uh-huh. it's great. Um, perfect friendship, and um, I just I don't require a lot of human interaction at all, and that's why we were talking before the stream that streaming is such a an odd fit for me, um, except for the fact that I do. I performance has been a big part of my life. But the I, I I'm not. I wasn't supposed to stream. That's the thing. Me streaming is is absolute happenstance. Wait, was it supposed to be just Mr. P? It was, was supposed to be just Mr. Poet. Okay, <laughs> because Mr. Poet is very gregacious and very. I mean, he gets free stuff everywhere we go because he's so fucking friendly to everybody. Okay, Every, comes home from the grocery store. I'm like, what did you get for free today? <laughs> and uh, so he's just friends with everybody. But then what happened was his schedule hours got changed at work, and we wanted to keep the schedule. So I ended up filling in, and okay, okay. that was back in Jesus, the end of 2015, the beginning of 2016, and there was. The hours never changed, and the rest is history. So his hours never changed to where it could be just him anymore, unless we were going to make it just like two days a week, and we didn't want to do that. Yeah. So it ended up just being both of us from here on out. But no, it was never supposed to be me. Well, I'm from from my standpoint, I'm glad that it it worked out the way that it did because <laughs> me too. I mean, it's selfish. I get the chance to get to know you both. So, like for me, it's selfish reasons. Like I'm glad that it happens. That I'm I can glad for selfish reasons too. One, I get to, I've met people I never would have met. Two, it has made me do something I'm uncomfortable with because 
talking to people is not something I'm great at naturally. Like, if you took streaming, okay, if you sat me in a room with all these people that I talk to in chat all the time, mm-hmm. that would just, I would be, Mr. Poet would would just knock it out of the park. He'd do great. But I would not do nearly as well. Um, See, it's it's funny the all. similarities between the two of you and Star and I. Star's it the seems same the sort of way. She's yeah. very, very quiet. And I'm I'm the type of person that'll make a conversation at the grocery store with the person checking that's how he the is. Stuff. And that's how you know you, you know, know like, when people that's when, the thing. You know how when people die and you always hear this shit about oh he was so oh, they never met anyone who wasn't a friend, blah blah blah, and all this stuff. When they say that shit about him when he dies, it's uh-huh. actually gonna be true. Right. Got you. It's Got actually you. going to be true. See, like, at my funeral, they're going to be like, who is that lady? <laughs> if it wasn't for streaming, people would not oh have God. known who I was. Like, and even, and like, you know, and it's, I, you know. It's, it's neat the way that this has happened. Like, just speaking of the grocery store, an exercise that I, I started I very, very young. Grocery. And by young, I mean 10, I don't do it. 11, oh, me 12, is, um, my, and I think my dad showed me this. Maybe he showed me this, or I just saw him do it. But you know the the person checking your you know ca- yeah, yeah. cash register person, they usually got a name tag, right? Say it's Helen, right? Helen's over there doing her job. Is I think I wonder how many times Helen's been ignored today. So therefore, she has this feeling that she is less important as a human because people see right through her. She doesn't exist. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to look dead in her eyes and go. Hey, Helen, how's your day going today? So that she's seen, she's validated, and I used her name so that she knows that she's important to me in this uh-huh. moment. And then most of the time, if I, you know, say first time at the store, they, you know, I've never, they look up like, I get this surprise look like, the fuck? You know, because they're so used to being ignored. That, inter- it's weird. I don't know how to explain it, but I'm going to do my best. Okay. I would find that interaction, like, I'm interested in making people feel better. Uh I am not the least bit interested in the minutia of everyday life. Does that make sense? It does. It does. Like, I'm just, I don't, I'm not, I don't chit-chat well. I I know I stream and that the the irony is palpable when I get that, okay? But it's just different somehow. I don't know why. It's, it it's just, just it's personality. It's it's the way that you were raised. I mean, you add in all of the well, stuff, and and it makes sense because stars the same way. She'll stand quietly in the line while I'm chit chatting with the person, and then she'll say, "Okay, thank you," and then we leave. Like she's very quiet, yeah. and I'm you know the talker. And, and knowing the, that Mr. P is like that, he's going to yeah. talk to everybody. You're yeah. like, I just want to get my shit done and go home. You know what I mean? Like. I get but it. I am There's like you know, I am super. If I'm alone, like I'm super nice to people in retail yeah. because I've worked in retail. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I yes. try. You know, I I will try to if I see somebody who's in a bad mood, I'll try to make their day better. Like okay, so there's like these weird. What I don't want to do is just like. I don't want people calling me and going, "Hey, you want to go like have a drink and just chit chat about what the neighbor's doing in their new car and all this shit?" Like I don't want to do that. No, I don't. I don't want to go. I, Thank I, you. I don't know. I, I don't understand. I've I never, I I've never understood it. I don't. I don't care what he's doing. Out. 
I don't want to go in the out. I like the in. The in is where I'm comfortable <laughs> and happy. The out is where people are. You'd love my life. I leave the house like once every five or six weeks. So right? here's the thing. Like we we started like just like you guys. We we started the streaming before the pandemic happened. I didn't realize till the pandemic happened that we already lived the quarantine life. Like we already lived it. You know, I people like you just, gotta stay inside. We're like, we're already here. I was really I was just gonna say, oh, which I try not to give people advice and blah blah blah. I will say I broke my rule, but I don't think it's I don't know if I would call this mental health advice. I did during the pandemic kind of realize like, okay, I now have skills that I can impart to people to help them yes. because I have been living this life for a decade. <laughs> yes. And you I you have to make structure for yourself. Yeah, you do. you ha you are the one who has to motivate yourself. You create your you create all that for yourself. Yeah. And it all well, starts I mean, with the smallest stuff. Unless you're Mr. P and Potch. And then you have you and me to motivate them because they managers. don't have to do it for themselves. We have managers. That's <laughs> but, that, like, but that but that makes that that symbiotic relationship, you know, like but, the exactly. one person does it this way very well, the other person does it this way very well. You put them together, you so have a well. Many people during the pandemic, you just realized that I find I think they realized what happened to me when I stopped when I got sick and stopped working. Your validation is all coming from outside of you, all mm -hmm. of it. And people are like, I was trying to help people find small ways to find validation from inside of right. you now. Right. And small things that change your day. Make your bed. I know you guys don't think it's a big deal. Make your bed. Dude, no, that's huge. It's huge. Huge. I, it's huge. Make your bed. The difference of the difference of because I usually get up before Stardust, right? She's a sleeping person. I'm a get up early person. I get up and you know I I go I leave the room so I don't wake her up. You know my office is down the hall, so I I just go stumble into my office. Like my clothes are in my office, so I get dressed in here and everything else so that she can sleep. And I'll be doing stuff till I hear her get up, right? I'll hear her get up, and then if I need to go back into the room, I'll go in there. I. The difference from when, like, I walk in and the bed's messy compared to when I walk in and she's already gotten up and made the bed is huge. It's a huge, like, the minute and the dogs get out of bed, they're gone, boom, bed's made. Yeah. And she's really good about it. Like, she is super, super good about just, <laughs> just totally, like, getting up. Straightening because you know we keep it very simple. We don't have like a million. I was going to say it's not sheets. like I, I don't have any. I have like a, a comforter. It's not yeah. rocket science. Yeah, but like... still, the <laughs> difference between the comforter bunched up in the middle of the bed and flattened out. It's simple as it is. It's still a comforter on a bed, but one way it looks nice and crisp. The other way it looks like disheveled. One way you've started your day in, in chaos, and one way you have yes. started your day in an orderly manner. Yeah, there I started go. my day in chaos today because our bed is still unmade, but that's partially because I only had like three minutes to get up and get to my <laughs> well, computer. I, I mean, it always <laughs> happens, <laughs> but yeah. But it usually, it usually is, and it, it, it's you saying that it's a simple thing that people might not have ever mentioned, but it is huge. It can it's really, 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 really help your day or 
I wouldn't say as much like hinder your day, but it may make it a little less structured feeling. And it's good to have. It's, it's just that it's it's hard, especially when you find it in your when you're in it. When I was in like really bad depression, I have major depressive disorder. It was I was finding it so hard to do anything, and it was just like if I could just do that one thing to feel better about myself. Because I'm a neat freak, and when I was in like my major depressive disorder, my house was a mess. And of course, that's a fucking cycle, right? Because now you're depressed, now you're not cleaning, and especially if you're someone like me who I keep my house clean. It drives me crazy if it's not clean. Right. Because I, I grew up in a not clean house. So you kind of go two ways with that, right? You either mm -hmm. go one way or you go the complete other way, which is what I did, which is it has to what are you doing? Where why are your shoes there? What the fuck? Uh, you know, so yeah. um I like when I see dishes or that kind of thing, like it just, if you think about it, like set yourself up. It's, it's, it all sounds so cliche, but if you want to be able, if you want a room to be able to perform the function it's supposed to perform, mm -hmm. set it up for, if you want to set the room up for success, set yourself up for success. Yes. Yes. That's uh, my office. Like every once in a while I'll get messy and I have a beautiful manager um, that comes in and, and helps me out with it uh, at least once a week. But just saying that with the successful, like my desk will get messy with some pins, right? But if you stop and look around the office, just about everywhere else is usually very well. Like I have things on shelves over here that are perfectly lined up. So I know that I can turn and look and see order. And I'm like, okay, cool. I have that, you know, and then it'll encourage me to go, okay, I'm going to put away the pins on my desk. I'm going to put away things like right now it's yep. messy. I'm looking at it, it's messy. I'm probably going to clean it as soon as we're done talking. But, it, it, <laughs> but then it gives me that, all right, I have accomplished, I have succeeded, I'm going to build on this success. Like, exactly. Then I tell people, success doesn't mean that you made it to the Olympics. No. Success means that you joined the first race to get yourself there. You know, like you didn't even win the first race, you just joined it. And then the next success is, you know, on and on and on every step you take is a success so it's not you know i'm on the cover of of you know the wheaties box it's that i got out of bed today and ate breakfast that's my success you know believe me for years of my life that would that felt like the cover of the wheaties box <laughs> it, 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 it I, is, though, I just want yeah. people to hear you like there are some people out there for you and for me for you for years that is your gold medal yes because I did, yeah. I literally just stayed in my bed. Like, World of Warcraft's actually the thing that got me out of my bed again. <laughs> okay. But, yeah. hey, people that, that dog on video games and say, uh, video games is for kids. The one thing that got me point. out of my bed again. Literally yeah. got me out of my bed again. And yeah. gave me, again, something to work towards. I love that. I love that. Each person has a motivating thing. And they change. It evolves. We all evolve throughout everything we do, throughout the days, the years, the minutes. It was just, but there's you know, motivating things like that. It's so hard because I lost, I used to be a competitive bowler. I can't do that anymore because of the, the MS-like symptoms, you know what I mean? Uh -huh. So, And a lot of gaming became hard, So, but because I have an MMO mouse, I can still play WoW. Not as competitively anymore, but I can still do it. Okay. Um, so, you know, I just... Uh, yeah, I credit WoW gave me, you know, it's, it's not in a great place now, but, uh, you know, we, we won't talk about that, but, uh, you know, in 2012, 
it, it got me out of my bed. Nice. And I, I understand, like, obviously we have different issues, but I was in a bad car accident in 2010, and I lived in my bed for years. And, you know, off and on, I would I'd get up, I had to relearn how to walk, you know, and it was painful. So I'd wake up in the morning and go, you know what? It hurts too much. I'm not fucking getting up. Yep. And it would, but it would start to sink, like you'd sink further and further each day that you decided not to get up. And it, you don't, at least for me, I'll say me, I don't want to talk for anybody else's, but for myself, I didn't notice how quickly it snuck up on me until I was laying in bed going, what's the fucking point? Yep. You know, every day I get up and I do this and I go to sleep. Once I what stopped is working, that hap- that's what happened to me. It happened so goddamn fast because it was like where I have no accountability now. Yeah. Right? Like saying no one's telling me to get up. No one. And I was physically at that point because no doctors were helping me because I was being judged so much. Mm-hmm. I wasn't being taken care of. So I was literally just throwing up in a bag multiple times a day. I'd lost like 75, almost 100 pounds. Uh, I'd be just crying for hours at a time, hours mm. at a time, just, and life was just. It it feels like it, 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 maybe you didn't feel this way, but it feels like it starts to become empty because all the things you used to do for fulfillment that you enjoyed, you can no longer do. Yeah. So now what's the fucking point? And for yeah. me personally, and I've had people in my life, a, a number of people, that have gotten to the point where they're like, well, okay, well, I'm going to end it. And for me personally, I hit that very, very young that I was like, I, I knew somebody that did. And the way that the, the catastrophic explosion that happened from it, I set that in my head that no matter what happens, I'll never make that step. Right. Like that was at a young age. I was like, no matter how bad shit gets, I'm never ending it myself. Right. So that was one thing that I had as a benefit that even when I hit my lowest points, I might have given up and just been like, fine, I'm going to lay here for the next three weeks. You know, like that sort of give up. But it was never a, I'm going to, to, to finish, which to me was really beneficial because then I'd start to, you know, I didn't hit that lowest point. Yeah. And I can start going, okay, okay, okay. If I can succeed in not doing that, like that's how low it got. If I can succeed in not doing that, there's got to be something else I can succeed in, you know, no matter how small it is. And yeah. then build from there, you know, like, okay, I actually managed to walk to the bathroom today instead of crawl. That was a success, you know, like let's build on this. And I struggled to it. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, and, and that is a lot of what, you know, getting into the living room. I put my video games in the living room. They were in my bedroom. I put them in the living room to force me to get up and go to the couch. Yeah. You know, some days I'd crawl to the couch, some days I'd walk, but I had to get out of my bed. I had to get out of my bedroom. Video games, they really <laughs> do a yeah. lot more than just kids they playing. I have no idea. <laughs> I can't remember the exact timeline because, again, the memory gets fuzzy, but I got... I, we talked about, I struck, I did try the, the, you know, I ended up in the mental hospital when I was 15 from that suicide attempt, and I've been uh-huh. very open about that, but as an adult, it's been more of what you said, like, I don't fucking care anymore, but the only, the real times that I've struggled with the suicide was when I was first getting diagnosed, and I, everything was gone, and I, I would honestly leave my house and Mr. Poet because I didn't want him to see me like that 
and mm -hmm. I left my house for like three or four days and I checked into a shitty motel and I had this book with me called, I don't know if you've ever heard of it, called The Final Exit and it's ways for, it's basically you read it and it's this guy who had a wife. Uh, I don't want to talk about it too much because I don't want to trigger anybody else out there, but it has, it's for chronically ill people how to end their lives. Wow. I didn't okay. even know a book like that existed. Yeah. And um, it's, I sat there with that book for like three or four days. Wow. And um, it was cool. in, yeah. I'm, then, I'm glad you didn't listen to the book. Well, yeah, I mean, the book, the, the, to be fair, I don't want to put, uh, I, the book is, you know, this woman's had cancer and he, uh -huh. his, you know, right. I don't want to make, the, the book is not telling people to just, you know. I, I understand, you know, I understand. Yeah, so, But still, that's, that's a, I mean, one, from his standpoint, that had to be a heavy, heavy subject to write and to, to put down. Yeah. But two, people that are going through that, yeah. Like that's that's a, I don't know, I don't I'm I'm conflicted. Well, at that on, point, I didn't know like if I was literally just going to die within the next few months. Like I didn't know I'd be alive now. Like they didn't know what was wrong with me. I was literally getting so sick so fast. Okay, okay. You know what I mean? Like you're seeing me at a much more stable pace because I have very good doctors now nice. who have me. I'm not well, but I'm stable. That's why I can stream a couple hours a day. You know, I, I still only do two or three hours a day. And when I stream, I have to recover the rest of the day. But right. it's totally worth it. But then, no, nothing like that. You know what I mean? Like, you're seeing me in a much better place physically. Well, I think that's the scariest when it's at the beginning and they're like, we don't know. We don't know what's going on. Yeah, no, that's unknown. I mean, I was not walking a year it was just so it was just happening for months and then it was years and then it took like a decade of my life to find real doctors and it was Oof. yeah so but that's like that's why we when we were talking about transparency on stream right. and i don't remember if it was on camera or off camera at this point but that's why like a lot of people come in and say to me why well, you have a really good attitude for someone who's disabled and you have and has so many you have medical problems and you're in a lot of pain and this, that, and the other thing. And I'm always so really clear to be like, yeah, yeah, it didn't start this way. <laughs> right? Like, right, I, like right. I, it did not it, yeah. I had my moments in that fucking motel room with that book. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And year, years of watching the same DVDs in this room because we didn't have cable or anything. And our the my house wasn't we had no money to take care of anything. So the mouse infestation of my house got so bad it were just I was stuck there, not able to walk because I couldn't go downstairs and it's because the bathroom was on the second floor. So I at some point I was on the top floor of my house for like a year. Wow. at some point and the mice were just like it was like a comedy act there were so many they were like bumping into each other so wow. you're you're literally just stuck in this mouse infested disgusting house with no money you're being foreclosed on because you can't pay the for the mortgage anymore because you can't work you're mm -hmm. in constant pain and you're watching the same three dvds over and over again basically and that's your life yeah that can that can wear on a person yeah, that could definitely so, wear on a person. It, you know it, but it, well, just just okay. So looking at that 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 moment of 
you know, realizing that that's where you were, right? Like whether yeah. it was a period of time or a moment where you're like, fuck, this is my life. But looking from that, we'll just pinpoint that moment of seeing the mice bump into each other while they're it's so clear DVDs in my on. head. Yeah, it's just so clear in my and head. Then, Watch, watching these two of them smack each other. I, <laughs> I remember it so clearly. Right, right. Well, because that, that was, that's, you know, mentally, you had a physical, uh, not a physical, an emotional moment. Whether it's or not you were paying attention, but it was like far, how far everything had fallen. Right, right, and, and there was few that years realization. Before that house was immaculate, and my bills were paid, and I had a, a really good, I had a good job, uh-huh. um, and in finance, in financial services, and you know, I, the house wasn't nice, but I could easily afford it, and we were fixing it up to sell it. Okay, and you know, so life was good. It went from life being. I owned my own house at 23 to all hell hell breaking loose in a year. Well, if you look at at that, that mouse mouse bumping moment, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then you look to where you are now. Now it's, it's crazy. (laughs) It it might not be, you know, like someone from the outside might not be like, well, you know, that's the, the greatest story on earth, but that's not for the people on the outside to care. Like you, your story of where you've come from to where you are now and not just the physical place that you are, but the mental and emotional place that you are is that's to me, a beautiful evolution of who you are, you know, the overcoming, the resiliency, the, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to make it work. And I, I love that. Well, I just got to say that I could not have done it without 10 years of intensive therapy from probably from the best therapist I could have ever asked for. I love that. I did I'm not do it on my own. Uh, and she saw me twice a week, and I told her for seven, uh, probably five or seven out of 10 years what a piece of shit I was. And for seven years, she fought me tooth and nail that I wasn't. Yeah. And I I tried to convince her for I mean, she listened to it for <laughs> over half a decade. Right, but here's here's the thing. One, I'm I'm so glad that you found a therapist like that. I'm I'm a huge advocate for therapy. I think everybody should go. I to would therapy. not be here. I would not be here. I don't. Know. I dread to think of where I'd be. Dread. But here's here's what I will say. Because you said you know I didn't do it alone, and you did. You did have somebody to hand you. No, tools. I didn't do it alone. Somebody, but the credit that I want to give you is that somebody can hand you tools all you day have long. To, you put the work in. You, they don't think, you, don't, yeah. you don't get fixed in therapy. Yeah, no, you work no, no. your absolute ass off. Yeah. Therapists are literally like Snap-on, right? Snap-on will wheel in that toolbox and go, here's all the tools you need to fix your car. They're not doing shit for you, but they gave you every tool you need to go ahead and change the alternator, change the spark plugs, or whatever you're going to change. And then you got to take them and go put in the work to do it. But they'll, they'll tell you, okay, you do this, you do this, you do this, and then you have to do it. So that combination. Um, I I, I want to give the, the therapist credit for sticking with you and being a damn good therapist, but also give you the credit for listening, even if it took five, ten years. I don't give a fuck how long it took, but the fact <laughs> ten, that you did ten it. Ten glorious years, hey, and I'm not the it. least bit ashamed of it. Some people, when I say that, they're like, you were in therapy for ten years? And I'm like, you bet your ass I was. I dedicated an entire decade of my life to fixing, yes. to fixing it. You're like, and... If she hadn't retired, I'd probably still be in therapy. But God bless her, she earned that retirement. I promise. Honestly, so. I feel I feel worse 
like you know someone's like oh you've been in therapy because I, I started therapy for, for 16 15 16 17 years ago 17 years ago as i really started therapy and the only thing i feel bad is that i didn't start it sooner yeah. like i would love to be able to say i've been in therapy for 25 years because i think therapy is amazing i wish that i had better um therapy experiences like I, yeah. I, I again i'm very open about things I, we don't have to go all into it but i have an abuse history and when that all came out like they tried to take me to a therapist but this therapist was like you have to come out and say like really forcing me you have to come out and tell me everything that happened to you and you have to vocalize it you have to say it and blah blah yeah, blah that's blah, blah, not blah, a good therapist blah. and i'm like i never went back and i, I wouldn't never and then yeah, yeah and oh had- he's here this is Mr. P. This is the main event. If anyone's looking, where you're on up, he's just waking up. He's still on podcast. Say hi. That's because I was I'm half awake. <laughs> Hello, Mr. P. There you go. You know, it's it's funny. Speaking of therapy, I had a, I had a therapist that because you you've been around. Like I cuss and I'm obnoxious, but I'm not an angry person. Yeah, I had yeah. a therapist that looked at me and decided that I was an angry person, not because they listened to what I said. I looked like I must have anger. So they said, "Hey, what you need to do is you need to yell and cuss. You can use this as a safe place to really yell and cuss." And I'm like, "Yeah, I don't want to do that." I'm I. One thing about me is that I hate yelling. Right, like I don't like yelling. If somebody yells at me, it triggers me, and I'm like, "Don't fucking yell!" Like Like, I don't. Yeah, me and yelling don't work. So therefore, I don't do it to other people. You, I could probably count on my hands in the past twenty years how many times I've yelled. You know, like in an anger state, right? And the the therapist was yelling, cuss, yelling, cuss, and I'm like, I'm getting more uncomfortable and probably need therapy because of what you're doing right now. Like, do not make me yell and cuss because I feel crazy uncomfortable. No, and that's why me and this therapist finally worked because instead of trying to fix the fact that I'm covered in tattoos and that I like kind of, instead of trying to fix the fact that I'm weird, Uh uh-huh. It was, that's not the problem. The problem is you have post-traumatic stress disorder, a major depressive disorder, and that's what we need to fix. We don't right. need to fix, no one cares that you're weird. Right. We don't need like, to fix weird, the fact what? that you're weird. Come on, we're going to leave that It was so nice to, like, there. not have to, like, okay, well, the first six months of therapy, you're going to be having to convince this person that well, this is just me, and you're not going to get uh-huh. me to, you know. And it was so nice to not have that fucking hurdle to go over, oh, right? Oh, my goodness, yes, yes. Yes. So, yeah, no, we don't have to change you. We have to change the fact that you, uh, you know, are having flashbacks so loud that the cops are being called. But, yeah. you know, this yeah, is the stuff yeah. that has to be changed. You know what? I, <laughs> I'm sorry. Just the simple fact that anybody would, would oh, wait, you you have long hair, short hair, tattoos, long finger, whatever the fuck oh, it yeah. is that they call weird. Who cares about I that? I distinctly remember I was in group therapy as a teenager, and one time the psychiatrist left the room, and we all snuck into the files on his desk, uh-huh. and they all obsessed with how we looked, completely and utterly. How we were dressed compared, like compared to the last week, like there was more shit on how we looked than what we said in group therapy than anything. I I remember that. I'm racking my brain right now because, like I said, I have an extensive background in this. I'm trying to think of any studies that I've read, any parts where I understand that there might be like that's the whole thing is. 
Like, like I'm like, not really finding, like I'm, I'm going through the files in my head and I'm like, I don't remember any major studies on what you wore being an indicator. Like if there was extreme things, that was one thing. Like if you came in with 12 foot bat wings and well, you had I was a very foot, extreme you know, dresser. I okay. used to wear white face paint, chains, locks, that okay. kind of thing. So I think that's part of why. You also have to remember that this was when Columbine happened. Okay. So everything was being looked uh, at, scrutinized, scrutinized of, in the yeah. trench coat mafia lens. But still, even that, like, but yeah, there was, is I, yeah, we, not that they, extensive. They were really obsessed with how we looked, even as teenagers in group therapy. Yeah. So the much more, more paragraphs about how we looked and how consistently we looked each week than how we t what we were talking about in group therapy. Weird. Yeah, because yeah, for me, the focus was I was always taught in what I've, you know, done in, in counseling, because I used to counsel people. It wasn't as much what they look like. Like, that was a big thing that we had to learn is you cannot judge by looks. You have no idea. doesn't matter what they look like. Listen to their words, not just the words they say, but how they say them, the fluctuation of their voice, maybe their body language while saying certain things. Those things look at. But if, they, if, if you come in in a, a, a bikini and a see-through dress, okay, cool, that's your thing. Right, but if you're talking about apparently how, not, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying like, but you're talking about things that have nothing to do with you know what you may think it is. Yeah. Focus on the words and what's going on with the person, not what they look like. But I mean, everybody does stuff different, so I can't judge. Yeah, I don't know. I maybe don't they know. had a reasoning. Maybe there was. A you know, all I program. know is that we snuck into our files because they were on the desk and we were all looking through our charts. I love that. You know, and then typing and because he left the room for something. And we were all looking at our files, and that's what it said. I, I love that you guys did that, though. I love that you went and snuck and looked at, like, what was being... We just left charts on the desk. It's not like we had to, like, go through the drawer or anything. They were just <laughs> sitting on the desk. So we just I, I love it. Bang. It was right on the top. It was a... That is awesome. That's no, awesome. No. Because you, you never know what's really being looked at and paid attention to as the person talking. You know, like they, they you know, they're sitting there writing down all the time. Yeah. You know, I, I did the same thing, you know, they're making little notes on this and that. Um, and because of that, this is one thing that I did that wasn't totally taught um in, in my schooling. But when I would talk to people, I'd write stuff down. It was mostly to come back and touch on, but actually speak to them, not just make a chart of things review. Yeah. I did a lot of relational counseling. So there were, you know, two people and I would someone make a comment and write it down. And then I go, I noticed, you know, let's revisit this. You know, yeah. maybe this seems like an underlying root problem. Cause to me, counseling is all about getting to the root. Cause if you don't take up the root, it's gonna keep growing. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna keep growing. So you get down to the root and that's why, like, that they wrote down your clothes, and well, that was the focus. I'm like, the clothes isn't the root. You know, like, get to the fucking root. <laughs> That's why I'm glad, I, you know, I figured out I was trans at some point, because I'm glad that we got, we got there. Would it take, you know, it only took me until I was, like, 35, but, you know. <laughs> you know, but at least you did. At least like, we got there, right? Yes, yes. There's, there's, you know, when it comes to that, especially, you know, nowadays, I think it's, I don't even want to go out and say that it's easier because it's not. It's still fucking hard for people to be who they are. But 
the further back you go, it seems like the harder and harder it was. Um, I, I have a friend that his he had two brothers, so they had three kids. The dad, his dad, when I met him, I was like, your dad's gay. Like, I knew. Like, I knew, right? And I was just like, your dad's gay. And I, I wasn't saying it rudely. I was just like, this is, if he's not, like there's something wrong in my brain you know what i mean like like it was very it, it wasn't like you said it wasn't a bad thing but the whole thing was is he waited till all the kids were out of the house and then, and then he said hey you know i want to get a divorce and i'm gay and i was like i freaking knew it i felt bad that you know i was happy that he had you know made the children that he did they're good kids they're you know one of my my best buddies you know he's they're good kids but i felt bad that he was living a life that he knew oh, he didn't want to live. We, can you deal with this? That was oh. Fry and Farnsworth. That was my two dogs. They're being jerks. Go ahead. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. That's quite all right. That is quite all right. But it was. I felt bad that he had to go as long as he did without being able to be who he was. And yeah. so, like, I'm glad that you hit a point where you were like, hey, yo, this is me. I'm really, I'm fortunate in a way because I'm not someone who always knew. So I'm not okay. someone who knew from when I was a little kid. Now, that being said, I would get in trouble in the first grade because I would steal my brother's clothes, sneak him into my backpack, and change into them when I went to school. So I guess on some level, uh, there was something there, right? So okay. I did know on some level. But I was not someone who could have told you I was transgender or anything like that. Now, okay. part of that, looking back, is because I'd spent my whole life in my brain was just in survival mode. Like Makes you don't sense. have the luxury of figuring out a self identity or anything like that when you're literally just trying to survive. Yeah, like that, absolutely. That and I didn't get out of survival mode till I was in my thirties and once I got out of survival mode, you actually got to go. Who am I? Exactly. Which, that's exactly what happened. Yep. Dude, survival mode is no joke. No. Survival mode is no joke at all. And I'm I used to be I used to be personally, and this might sound weird because I'm usually a very nice person. I used to be bitter towards people that didn't know what survival mode was. Because I'm like, you you're fucking lucky. You, you know, you got everything you wanted. Your parents loved you. You, you know, you had a house and a car when you were 16, you son of a bitch. And then I had to stop and go, why am I mad at them? You know what I mean? Like yeah, I shouldn't be yep. mad at them. That's yep. it wasn't I, their fault I, I that they it. had a good life, you know. And I had I had, you know, up until I was fifteen, I had like my dad is the most amazing man on this planet, and I'll say that to the, the end of my days. Like I it wasn't that I had this horrible, abusive, you know, parent that, that hated me. Um, but the stuff that I went through after the age of fifteen and, and a lot of stuff before that that had nothing to do with my dad, like I was in survival mode, and I will honestly say up until a good, you know, three years ago, or like sometimes I feel like I slip into it, but I got to stop and go, no, I'm just going to live my life. So and I went through a good 25, I mean, 30 years of survival. In exactly. If you spend decades in survival mode, you're going to slip back into yeah. it. You just are. And you have, it to, it's, you have to actively, like, I have to catch myself sometimes mm -hmm. and be like, it doesn't have to be this way. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So. And and I look at it that way now is that, you know, I when I was younger and I was in survival mode, I would literally eat food out of a, you know, the the dumpster behind Taco Bell because I knew I had to eat to survive. But 
then when I hit into my 20s and stuff, while I was still there, I realized that if I would have removed myself from that survival mode, I still would have lived. You know, it wasn't like that was the only thing keeping me alive. And that was the big transition in my head. It's not that I've become rich and wealthy and I don't have to worry about it. It's that I changed my mental state to go, okay, I might be in a sticky situation, but I'm going to be all right. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't have to be like a feral cat in the corner trying to survive. Like I can, I can enjoy life while I'm going through these tough times. And that was uh, therapy. <laughs> that was therapy right there. It's therapy me. for me. It's also just the real life circumstances of I'm not a, you know, a child or a young adult being, you know, in an abusive situation, you know uh-huh. what I mean? Or being in a chaotic uh, household uh-huh. and that kind of thing. So the, you know, I always tell, you know, like, that's why I'm, I'm pretty happy, like, no matter how sick I feel or that kind of thing, like, I wake up pretty happy, <laughs> you that's know what I mean? Because there's great. just, my life is boring, and boring was something it never was, but and you don't kind of realize how wonderful boring is. <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. How preach. fantastic <laughs> and how magnificent boring is. It is because it's not chaos and it's not possibility of danger. It's the not, only thing that's not boring hurt. in my life now is when my phone rings and it's my parents, the- and I have to deal with whatever <laughs> they've gotten themselves into now. That's the literally only part of my life that isn't boring. Yeah, <laughs> you know my health stuff, but my dog. Like I said I'm fortunate. My doctors and we do what we can do to control it, and I have control over how I react to it. There you go. Right. I don't have control over how they deal with them. So uh, I'm usually just cleaning up whatever mess they've created. So there you go. Um, (laughs) But that's, it's a, as simple as that may have sounded to some people, it's a huge deal. First of all, huge deal. But two, understanding and accepting, especially in, in and we haven't gone through the exact same thing, but similar feelings. When you realize that boarding is this great, place when simple is this great place then it's so relieving it's so freaking wonderful like i'm not gonna lie when i when i wake up because i heard that i'm like i'm like you i'm i'm very much i work constantly i love what i do i absolutely love what i do so i'm constantly working when i actually take an entire day off at first i used to feel like i was doing something wrong Right, you're like, oh, I'm wasting a day. No. I haven't worked in over a decade, and I still have to fight the urges that I'm doing something wrong. Right, right. Yeah. It, now, when I actually take a day and I'm okay with it, like part of me goes, "Why am I not doing this every day?" So I got to balance that out. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> so I don't slip into never doing anything. But it's nice to have that to be happy with what you're doing. Whether yeah. you're doing some work, whether you're doing, well, and I stream for work. So, you know, doing streaming or taking a day and hanging out with your significant other playing a video game, you know, just. Yeah, we'll have date night tonight and that'll be really special. I love that. I yeah, love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Date nights are huge. Up on MasterChef. Nice. <laughs> See, I love that that's what date night is, though. but that's all it is like i don't want to go to a fancy restaurant i don't want to do any of this shit like i want to sit around in my pajamas and watch master chef hang out with the person you care about yeah exactly that's That's what i want that's all i want it ain't complicated my life i'm not complicated like i have a very i am very easy to please (laughs) 
See, and I feel like the more I, when I think about these things and I say them out loud, like this is kind of therapeutic for me is that because I work so much and I do so much and then I, I look over at my significant other and go, I should slow down a little bit, at least for them, if not for me, so that I can spend more time just sitting next to them, just, you know, talking to them. Um, well, I mean, talking maybe because she's like, dude, you talk a lot. So maybe not the always talking to her, but... <laughs> But to just sit and hang out, like we'll sit, we'll sit in bed and I'll watch something on YouTube on my phone or the tablet and she'll be playing the game on her phone. And That's I'm like, what we do. We'll sit in bed great. and he'll be playing magic. I watch like fucking American Dad reruns and we fucking just blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yep. yeah. That's that's quality time as far as I'm concerned. I'm the same way. I'm the same way. I think I think her her smile brightens up even bigger, like when I make her breakfast, because she's an acts of service kind of person. Like I'm a quality time person. Like if you if you sit in the same room as me but don't talk to me for four hours, to me that's still quality time. I don't same. Care. Like I don't that, care. That's this. I don't. We we don't. We'll go hours without talking to each other, and that's fine. But they're right there. Yep. So you're like, yep. you just had the best day. We had an awesome day. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And so for for her, I'm like, okay, I have to remember, go make her breakfast. She likes, you know, things. Like, I'll I'll sneak in every once in a while, make the bed. You know, I'll just be like, haha, I did it. You didn't have to. And I don't do, I, I like, I'm now, like, picking myself apart, going, I don't do as much as I should, so I should do more. But she shows me that she loves me. Like, we've been in this home two years now. I've done maybe three Has or four really loads of Has it really been two years since you moved from Hawaii? Yeah. Yes, Holy I cannot shit. believe it, right? Who is yeah, two years of colder. Um <laughs> but but like I've only done maybe three or four loads of laundry because and it's not that it's her job. She does it because acts of service is the way she shows me she loves me. So she's like every day saying, Hey, I love you. And and I, I see it and I love it. That's how amazing. He, I don't I can't cook. I just okay. can't I can't do it. And he doesn't clean <laughs> it's just not his forte gotcha. so i clean and he cooks and that's the way it's been for 20 years and it just works that it works. way if it works it works so like, don't don't fight what face. works you're the better cleaner i'm the better cook there you go yeah there we yeah. go look finding your strengths especially in a relationship key that is key it just yeah we don't are you know it's just the way you it know? is yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was not another, you know, I wasn't brought up to learn how to cook. And he was brought up in a very, his mom was like a mom. Like, you know, she cooked and did all that kind of shit. And okay. I was not brought up like that at all. So I don't have the skill. Like, I'm, I, there's no excuse. I go on YouTube and it's hard right. now with my hands. It's, it's like a kind of a safety thing. I do bake. There you um, go. But certain things he has to help me with because my left hand is useless. But I do still bake. Uh, but I don't have any cooking skills, so he cooks and I clean, and that's just the way it goes. Nothing in this world is useless. It's just different. Oh, my left hand, I've learned to kind of, like, you just get used to it. It's, But it's um, things like I, I won't boil water. You know what I mean? Like, Makes I can't sense. hold a boiling pot of water or that kind of thing. But I can still make cookies. There you go. Um, and that kind of thing. I can make brownies and that kind of stuff. But he's diabetic now, so that's all fucking gone to hell. So, you know, there you go. You can make sugar-free cookies. He hate, I, I, am, I, am, I have a mission. He hates most of the sugar-free food he's found. I'm going to try and bake him something sugar-free he likes. Yes. 
I'm on yeah. a mission. Um, you got try this. monk. Try monk fruit. Monk fruit. Okay. Mm, I Look hate I hate sugar free things too. Monk fruit is a sweetener, and it's actually one that I kind of like. All right, I'll try anything because he's hated everything. Yeah, monk fruit is it's, it's a sweetener. It's a little God. bit. It's a little bit different than you know sugar, of course, but it's it's pretty good, and it doesn't have those sugary properties. Thank God I'm the one who eats shit. Like, I'm the one who eats devil dogs and cupcakes and all that stuff. Like, he doesn't really like all that stuff, thank God. Yeah, me and Mr. P are very similar. The, the more I'm like, because I'm, uh, we'll go. Like, we'll go I'm like, the one who eats all, all the sweets. I, we'll we'll go to the store and with my daughter and with Star and hit the candy aisle. And I'm I'm just like, get whatever you want and stand back. Because I'm like, I, I don't. I'm a pastry guy. I love pastry. I love pastry and I love fast food. Have I mentioned I love fast food? <laughs> <The> pastries <laughs> I have to stay away from because I love them. But I'm I'm the type of person that'll buy that like a dozen donuts and I will eat the dozen donuts. Like that, that they That's, will be mine. <laughs> I can't eat a lot at one time except for pastry. Like I can wreck a box of devil dogs. Yes. I don't understand why. Yes. Like I can't eat I don't usually finish a whole meal. If you take me to a buffet, I'm fucking useless. But I can <laughs> eat a whole box of devil dogs. I don't understand it. I don't, know. I don't know what it is, but I'm with you. I am so with you. There's yeah. I I I used to love buffets. But that was when I was much, much, much younger, and I could eat more. <laughs> now you bring me to a buffet, and I'm like, I just wasted, you know, eighteen ninety nine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've already had two for breakfast. What, what is about? it? It my Hershey bars. Oh. <laughs> oh, he brought me home from these. Uh, we have like a local gas station thing. It was this massive brownie, and I've been chewing on that motherfucker yes. all day. Oh, yeah. that is <laughs> yeah, <that's brownie. laughs> yeah, I get spoiled. See, I want to figure out. Nothing wrong with these. I want to figure out a way to make edibles where they don't taste like they're edibles, right? And they don't cost a fortune. That's Mm -hmm. dangerous. That's a dangerous edible right there. Edibles are tough (laughs) for me. Like sometimes they work, and other times they just like I'm like, okay, well I've eaten 300 milligrams worth of edibles, right? And (laughs) this is great. I'm still in pain. Fantastic. Yeah. See, when it, <laughs> it's a fun story. Somebody made cookies, right? They make their own butter. They made cookies. Just little, like, wafer-sized cookies. Yeah. And, you know, because of my pain, they're like, hey, why don't, you know, because I don't, I'm a huge advocate for cannabis. Huge, huge advocate. I will. Yeah, me too. To the, I've been doing cannabis activism. Not so much in the last few years because of the pandemic and stuff, but before that. But I don't like being high personally. Like, I don't like the feeling of being high. I made that choice actually one day when I was high that I didn't like it anymore. So I don't, I don't do it for that purpose. Like, I, no, I want to not I want to be out of pain. These are my goals in life. There we go. <laughs> but I, somebody gave me a cookie, actually, a couple of cookies, and they were just like, okay, just take a quarter at a time. So that way it'll, it like, it'll, it won't make you super high because they know I didn't like the high feeling, but they're like, it'll help with your spine pain, right? And your, your, you know, the different pains are in. So I ate a quarter of the cookie and, and waited an hour or so in nothing. And I'm like, oh, I wonder when they made them, maybe if it didn't get in. So I ate another quarter of the cookie and waited another half hour to an hour. I ended up finishing the cookie. It had been like three hours. 
nothing, absolutely nothing. I'm like, maybe they gave me a bad cookie that didn't have anything in it. Uh, I needed to go to Costco, so we loaded up in the car. Costco and like just two it miles hit away. you like a ton of bricks. Yep, oh my I can goodness, see dude. I hate that about edibles. Halfway to I the drive to Costco, I pulled over and was just like, That's nope, because I refuse to drive by. Yep. I, I won't, will not no, drive I by. Either. I don't uh, really get high either, but even if I use cannabis, I don't drive. Oh, see, it's, a, it, it's the Pokemon with the weed tail. <laughs> I want to play Pokemon. You know, I've never played Pokemon. Really? Never like, played I've never played the regular one. I played Pokemon Go. That one was, that was kind of fun. But I've never actually I didn't have a played. smartphone when it was popular. I like Pokemon. Yeah, it looks <laughs> I feel like I would get I'm gonna get addicted if I start playing because I like cute things and I like grindy games. You that's also I feel old. like I'm gonna get addicted. Yeah. I was a wild WoW player for six and a half years. So I I know what you're saying with liking cute and grindy. You'll love Pokemon. You'll get that's what I'm afraid of. Yeah, that's what every that's what I'm afraid. I don't have a switch anyway, so the it's neither here nor there, but <laughs> it's neither here nor there. It's it's fun. <laughs> it's fun looking at people. And and this one thing I like about Twitch is I look at people and I try and guess what games they like. I know this is random, but I just thought about it when both of you are like, okay, we play WoW, but then both of you are like, I love cute things and grindy things. And so, like, looking at people and trying to guess what kind of games are you into. Like, I can totally see Mr. P playing Dead by Daylight, but maybe it's because I've watched him do it so many times, right? Like, I can see him totally being into Dead by Daylight, but then if he was to, if, if he was to come out and, I don't know, play, like, the cutest, like, Genshin, I don't know if he plays Genshin, but it would... I wouldn't peg him as a Genshin player. No, to, to, uh, here we started as a Hearthstone, just a Hearthstone stream. Oh, right? wow, okay. Just a Hearthstone stream, because he played just Hearthstone. Uh, now he plays just Dead by Daylight and Magic Arena. Okay. Um, mostly what he plays are tradable card games. Um, he used to play, not on stream so much, but in life, we he probably has... I don't know, a thousand fifteen hours in Oblivion, uh, Morrowind. So he's played a lot of the Elder Scrolls games, a lot of RPGs, but he doesn't play them online very much. Um, but online he plays Magic and Dead by Daylight. Um, gotcha. I play horror games, <laughs> RPGs. I I'll play anything except usually first person shooters, like Counter Strike, that kind of thing. Right. But and and I hate Dead by Daylight. Um, other than that, <laughs> you'll kind of see me playing all sorts of shit. Uh-huh. I but think whatever RPG- makes you happy. Yeah, RPGs and horror games are, are, horror games are probably my first love, really. You would play, was it Resident Evil that you were playing a bunch? There was one where it used to scare the shit out of me when I would watch you play, because it had jump scares and, like... I don't know if that was Resident I'm dead Evil inside. The goal is to try to scare yeah, me. There. I'm dead inside. Dude, that, that game scared me watching you play it, okay? Like, I got tense and nervous. But I'm also I'm also one of the video game watching type people. Like, I, I go love Twitch. watching videos. Yeah, to I watch people Twitch. play. Like, I love, love watching well, people play. That's how and I found Twitch because of my love of watching people play video games. It was something I grew up To be fair, with. though, to be fair, though, Potch is a big chicken shit, so... I, uh, I'm a huge chicken. I, dude, I'm, 
seriously, somebody put a stupid clip. He'll on... jump scare in games. I've only yeah. had one good jump scare, and that was in Subnautica. There was there was a clip I watched. Somebody sent me on Instagram, and it was a you know little reel or whatever. And so I clicked on it, and it's it, it was a girl sitting in bed, and like her boyfriend or husband ever walked down the hall, right? That was this hallway. He hit the light switch, and when he did, at the end of the hallway, you saw this shadow, right, of an outline. And she's like points at it, and he turns the light back on, and it's gone. And that happens two or three times. And yeah. then the last time, it was one of those jump scares where the shadow thing comes right up into the screen, <laughs> right? You know, just simple little thing. But I'm at my desk at 11 o'clock at night, and I verbally was like, fuck you, asshole, and I turned off my computer. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, we're not doing this shit to me. <laughs> like, I am it straight up. Like, I I don't watch Chucky, all right? It's, I'm a chicken shit. I don't watch any of that. <laughs> but I had fun. Yeah, I'm jealous of that. Like, I want to be like that. Because no, I don't. love horror, and I love haunted houses, and I go, and I'm just no. dead inside. You don't want no. You don't want. That. <laughs> I have I no fight or flight response. Scared. Chat makes fun of me. It's like a meme in our channel that I have no fight or flight response. Like even <laughs> in games where I need to have it, or I'm gonna die. <laughs> I just stand there, like, like oh, they make hey, fun of me. Things are happening. <laughs> well, oh, it's phasmophobia. That's what I play, and I just like the ghost. My whole attitude is, you want to fuck with me? Let's go. Like right, like. <laughs> and I'm not, it's not like a tough guy. Like if somebody, like I would get my ass kicked in real life. And it's not because I'm disabled. I would have gotten my ass kicked before <laughs> in real life. I Like I was not a tough guy or a tough woman. Or who okay. fight. I would have gotten my ass beat before disability. Okay. That's not the excuse. <laughs> but for some reason, I do think part of it is like PTSD. You know what I mean? Like you've just been in that uh, fight or flight you. mode for so long. That, it that just, it's normal. It's not, or, or at some point, it just shut off for me. It numbs out. It literally just numbed out. I think for me, and now it's just. See not what's there. what's funny is that I used to fight. I actually used to fight for money. Like I, I used to enjoy fighting. I was oh my god, fighting. I would be like this. Like that's <laughs> <I, laughs> me. That doesn't scare me. Like a, a six foot four dude coming up with you know fisticuffs, and I'm like, cool, let's go. I'm not scared, but something like uh. But the fucking phasmophobia, the ghost jumps out, and I'm like, God damn it, I'm done. Like, I can't we're, do this. We're like the total opposite. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was streaming. I was streaming, and I have my headphones on, so I can't hear very well outside of my headphones. I have music, and I hear my door to my office, right? It's always closed when I'm streaming. Yeah. I hear the door slightly, so I turn and look, and the door's closed. <laughs> what I didn't realize <laughs> is that Star had come in. She had come in and passed behind me. So when I looked, I saw the door was closed. I didn't but know. But then you turn right around here. and she's right there. Yeah, yeah. I turned and I always have my camera on. And all of a sudden, there's somebody and somebody clipped it. And I just straight up was just like, "Damn motherfucking son of a bitch!" Because the first thing I do, he is almost I go to fight. stabbed me. I do it. I seriously, when I get scared, the first thing I do is I go to fight. I'm like, something's got to die. And I had a pin in my hand, and I almost was just like. You know, stabbing her with the pin. Oh, I was like, man. oh, God. Oh, that's bad. Okay, I'm glad you're safe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I learned when I had kids that kids will scare the shit out of you without meaning to. Oh, I bet, if, yeah. If my response is to hit, I would have beat my kids. And so, like, I had to train myself. <laughs> yeah. You no, know, you can't, you know, smack a four-year-old because they scare you. You can't do that. When it's mean to, it's totally against the law. So we're not going to do these things. <laughs> No, but that's, yeah, that's me and being a chicken shit, okay? I just, 
<laughs> you know, you know those videos where somebody gets like um, the birthday surprise and everybody jumps out and they they're like they put up yeah, their yeah, gifts. Yeah. On my fortieth birthday, my friends planned a birthday that I had no idea about. And so I went over to my buddy's house. It was just down the street from mine. So he called. He's like, hey, you want to come over and, you know, have a beer or whatever, right? So I'm like, ah, sure. Nothing to do today. Walked into his house. People jumped out from behind the couch, jumped out. We're like, surprise. So my daughter was filming it. Yeah, my daughter was filming it on her phone. And I got to see my reaction. Like, I walked in the door, surprised. And I was already, like, I took a step back and put my hands up. Like, ah, like, you know, I'm about to somebody up, you know? (laughs) And like she's cracking up because she's like, "Oh my goodness, you did the thing!" And I'm like, "Y'all, about to it. everybody's about to get it." <laughs> so like, while it was neat because that was the only surprise birthday party, I always wonder what it would feel like to have somebody, you know, jump out surprise. I now know what it feels like, and I don't ever need it again. I'm gonna I'm good. be real with you. I don't ever want to know what it's like to feel a surprise birthday party. I don't want a surprise birthday party. Um, I, anyone who knows me probably knows that that's not a great course of action. Got you. So no matter what, I won't jump out from behind your couch on your birthday and yell surprise. I just, I don't do those things. <laughs> no. No. See, I don't get, I don't, I don't do fisticuffs like he does. I jump and cry. I don't know what I do. I, I was in one fight. I was in one fight as a teenager and it was literally just typical girl like hair pulling on the escalator of a mall that's the extent of my fight like okay that's it that's my fight knowledge see my fight my fight knowledge only comes when i'm mad because somebody's touching my family like you mess with my family and i'll destroy you you mess with me and i'll hide under a desk and, and here's the thing that she's being really quiet about is that the last, and, and I'm glad that she doesn't fight anymore because the last person that hurt someone in her family, <laughs> she ended up putting them into the hospital because she went into the, like, I'm going to break your bones, literally. literally. That's what happens to him. He doesn't hurt anybody, but if he gets to the blackout oh. point. See, I stopped fighting, like, a, a, a years and years and years ago. Um, it Like... When I say I used to do it for money, it was literally like, you know, we would make bets and, and afterwards go have a beer. Like, it wasn't yeah, yeah, yeah. angry at you. Yep. It was like, it was a fun aggression, you know, like, let's get it out. Not that I'm a very aggressive person, but in those circumstances, it was nice to, to release that tension. Yeah. Um. But, like, I, I wasn't the type of person that picked fights with people that, that I'm, yeah. I've always been this, like, I want to be peaceful and loving. But then once I found, hey, there's an arena where you can go just you know, knock the crap out of each other and then hug it out afterwards. I was down for that. It's been a long time since I've been in that, um, you know, venue to do that, uh, especially because my car accident ruined my spine. I'm not going to try and get into a fight with no, somebody. I already have a, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like that, that'd be stupid. And I think it's definitely mellowed that out a lot <clears throat> because I've gotten really good at talking. Thing. I mean, I talk a lot, obviously. we we've met um but i've talked down a whole lot of situations where in my head i'm like i already would have hit him by now you know i already like what am i doing but i realized okay i have a family you know i have kids i have you know different things that i have to take care of um i'm just happy that like i feel comfortable being able to protect my family if something happens but i'm never going to go out and look for but i also have the bonus of my size i'm not a small person 
Actually, he, yeah, nobody fucks with him. Like, yeah, never really it's gets nice. to that point. It's yeah. nice. There was somebody that was tailgating us or something or other, blah, 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 blah. We pulled in and Star flipped them off as they went by, right? Because they were they were sitting on our bumper. We were doing the speed. I think I was doing over the speed limit. And they whipped around, right? So I stopped and was like, hey, we, we you deserve that middle finger. I mean, come on. And they pulled in right next to us really quick, and they had this mean look until they saw me. And then they were like, I'm sorry, was I tailgating you? <laughs> oh, when I was in my early 20s, I was, a, I had a really, I was a really, I have, I have a very bad temper. Okay. Uh, it's much, much better now. But like when I was in my 20s, I kicked the, my oven door out. I mean, I, I, it was, I have a, I'm one of those people that's all flesh and like no slick. I can't beat you up, but my temper was so so bad that it very rarely got to a physical point because i like it was almost imposing because mm -hmm. my temper was so bad people were in intimidated intimidated by yeah. it you know what i yeah. mean but then there's been a there were a couple of times where i think he thought i was going to get him killed you know what i mean because i ran my mouth you know but then they <laughs> but then they saw him and they were like, I think I'm going to think better of this. So, yeah, I think he saved my ass a couple. In my early 20s, he definitely saved my ass a couple of times. And I think the combination of one person <laughs> going to town to where, like, they have no fear. And that's a big fucking person with them. That's what, what it used to be. Yeah, I would just, yeah, that's me. <laughs> I'm good. I, don't, I don't really have the temper anymore, but holy shit. It was bad. I mean, just, I'm thinking about it. I'm like. <laughs> you get kind of embarrassing when you look back in hindsight. And you're like, Jesus, yeah, it's like, to me, it's that's the beautiful evolution of people. You know, if you look at how you were when you were in your under ten, in your teenage years, your twenties, you know, depending on how old you are, like as you watch yourself grow, that you get to see the evolution of how things changed within you as a human. Um, to me, that's what I've learned to start appreciating in successes. Yeah. You know, like you, a success that I will say is that you used to have a big temper. Now it's not so much. That's a success. You yeah. know, you like, hey, something I'm, not gonna I'm really piss proud of. Off. And I have a hard time saying I'm proud of myself for things, but I've, I never thought I'd be where I am right now. Like, if you met nice. me 20, if you met me 20 years ago and uh -huh. you had a time machine, you'd never think you were going to get out and meet this person. I promise you that. That's, <laughs> that's something to be proud of and i love that i love uh, that you know, you and know. I, I love that you as much as you said it quickly that you are proud of yourself for that i'm glad that you're proud of yourself for that like that's huge I'm, it's, it's being proud of yourself for stuff like that like, and, and I, i'm still thinking my therapist and telling her i'm a piece of shit for seven years but that's why i'm i'm so like i i spent my whole life thinking i was the hole from which all the bad things came and that's the whole point of the stream like to bring it all back home yeah. is like, I don't, we, is he had the same problem? I'm saying I, cause I'm the one talking. Right. Absolutely. Not, not to exclude him. I understand. It, it, I don't ever want people to feel like you are the bottomless pit from where all crap comes from, because it's just not true. It's not. I, I You are going to tell yourself that God knows I told myself that, but it's just, not true are you i mean are you probably helping yourself with some of your actions no god knows i wasn't <laughs> right okay right that's true 
<laughs> right. But that's a far. That's not you are a piece of shit. Exactly. Those are different, and you just lump them together. That's and yeah, it's just that's and that's the other reason why I think the transparency is so important. Like, like what if I just got on stream and I wasn't honest about the fact that I have had I fucking used to be, had this horrible temp like and I wasn't honest about who I was and who I am and still I'd still fight my tempers. What if I wasn't that? What if again I just and I see so much of that. I or at least I feel like I see it. How about right. that? Right. And I think it's I think it's beautiful being yourself. Like not just you, not just me, not just her, but and that's that's what I mean when I say that you're perfectly who you are. Your flaws, they're they're your perfect flaws. Like you are exactly where you you are because of every situation that's happened in your life to create this moment. And I wanna I wanna assign the word perfect to you and where you are because I think too many people say I'm not perfect, which automatically puts a negative on your entire life to say, oh, I'm not perfect. You just yeah. negated everything, at least like a rug, right? You are perfectly you. Absolutely. I want to attach that to every single person so that they have a positive. Some people might not have a positive thought to build off of and let that be the one. Even if you're angry all the time and you hate everybody, you're still perfectly you. You know, do you get what I'm saying? Like, it's not that you're perfect to society standards. You're perfectly, you know, if you've been abused and treated like shit and taught to hate, then you're perfectly where, what that's built. Yeah. But hopefully you can, you know, change because we, we need more love and more compassion and caring in the world, I think. Um, but I'd really like putting that term to people because you are perfectly fake. Mr. P is perfectly Mr. P. And you guys do what you do. You're going to evolve. You're going to change. You're going to do your thing. You're going to, I don't I have a hard time even saying grow, but you know what I mean? Like grow and, and do what you do. And you're always going to be the epitome of who you are. It's so hard because people, particularly online, have taken these words like toxic and mm -hmm. positive. Mm -hmm. Particularly those two. Those are the two that really, for me, I, I almost... I almost squirm when I hear them at this point because I'm just, they're so overused and they're so like, I just see people and I, I see these positive streams and I see positive Twitter and I'm like, God, please don't want me in with this because it's so one dimensional and it's so well, it's dishonest. It's marketing. Yeah, the, the it's whole so term. dishonest and it's so... Yeah disingenuous and it's so like and i have i have a hard time because i was getting my doctorate in positive psychology and so <laughs> positive psychology is much different than the positivity you see on positive twitter and positive you know like it's yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a difference between what i was studying and what people are doing i, I mean so, i don't know it but i would think i'm hope i yeah. hope so yeah you know it, it really <laughs> what it had to do with was just sort of what i'm saying is you are who you are and learn yeah, to love that for pointing positive building block yeah like in, in and that's that what i'm trying to change a lot 
instead of I'm going to tell you a good 10 positive statements that will change your life. No, they fucking won't. You can't give me a top 10 positive words that will make my life better. Stop it. You know, like I hear what you're saying. Like those things, you know, the 10 toxic traits of a, a boyfriend, fuck off. Like I'm tired of that. So I hear what you're saying. Like it, It's been overused to a marketing point where we're going to use these buzzwords and right now the hot ones are toxic and positive and we're going to make all our commercials. We're going to make everything that people talk about and you're going to want to read this article and you're going to want to make us money. Um, or I'm going to have my um, social media clout because I am captain positive, you know, like it, yeah. stop it, stop it, just live it. And people will see it if you're living it. And that's one thing that I've really had to learn is I love giving positive affirmations to people. I love positive affirmations, but I've learned that because from people giving me feedback that when I live that and I show that through my actions, that people it just in the feedback sense have received more than by my words. That's how I feel about activism in the sense of, um, trans being transgender and being in a in gay marriage mm-hmm. and that kind of thing i find that me just i just post pictures of us on twitter like it's just me living my life like mm-hmm. it's date night it's this it's that i'm not an activist i'm not mm-hmm. i'm just i i'm just living, just living my life and i feel like if you can just see me i'm just a trans person who I've confessed this before, but I've often felt guilty because I I think so little about being trans. Okay. Okay, if that makes sense. Like, where it isn't what your life revolves around. It's just no. hard I, I can't imagine it revolving around it less, to be honest. <laughs> it's just like, and I oh, feel wow. like. Oh, wow. So, do you mean you're human? You're living the human life? I, you're living a human life and not I making your entire like personality being the fact that you're transgender. I mean, you've heard how much I've talked about it in the last two hours. Yeah. See, and, and not that I'm downplaying people that. No, and I'm them. not either. Right, and I know you're not. No, I, know you're I, not. I, I'm I, just, like, I don't want to. Yeah, this right, is right. a dangerous no, no, slippery slope. Well, this is why I'm, I'm prefacing <laughs> yeah. it with that. Like, I know you're not and I'm not, but I always preface it because I've been on Twitter. People will get mad at anything. So I'm prefacing it's not that it's a downplay. But on the other hand, I love that it's not. It, it's for you. It's not. It's just, hey, this is me. I'm living my life. Like, I don't walk around going, hey, I'm I'm uh, the asexual. Well, I mean, I have talked about it more, but I don't walk around just like this is my identity. I'm an asexual person, right? Like, that's not how I present. If the conversation comes up, I totally get it. You know, if, if it's something that's being talked about, we talk about it. But it, not saying that there's something wrong with it, not saying that it isn't valid. But it's not the core focus of my life and where I'm going. There's a I lot of other things going it's on. It's not the core focus of my life. And and uh, that's awesome. You know, yeah. to each their own. But, yeah, I, I felt guilty sometimes. Like, I haven't done, I don't do more sort of activism and that kind of thing. But I'm very open. I will answer any questions. Right, but um, you do activism and a lot of other things. Though. But I try like, to do... Are, very supportive in a lot of other things. So it's not like you're like, you don't do anything for anybody. You do a ton of shit for charity and for, for um, like, we do uh, tra- transgender charity sometimes too. And like for the Trevor project and that kind mm-hmm. of thing. And we just did um, another trans charity. And of course it's escaping me right now. I'll think, oh, the trans lifeline, trans okay. lifeline. Um, 
I just. I mean, you do you do a lot to help people in from small ways to large ways that I I kind of dig and I see it and go, okay, this is something that I can learn. I learn from people. I love learning from people that instead of pigeonholing myself into this, that I see what you do and you're like, it's a broad range of good. Yeah. Hey, you know I, what? I don't have to like pinpoint, you know what I mean? Like I can grab onto all different kinds of things that help or that are positive or and there goes that word, but that are good for people. Yeah. yeah why not? You know, it's, it's, if you need an example of somebody doing it and, and it's every little bit is a success, I look at you and I'm like, Hey, you and Mr. Pierre doing it. You're going for it. I don't need to go just one thing. I can spread out and go, Hey, let's live our life and, and share a little bit of love with people. Spread that, that aggressive really, positivity over everybody. Profane positivity. Yeah. Profane just, positivity. Aggressively not, profane positivity. <laughs> I, I, I say it. it every day on stream, but it's not rocket science. I like video yeah. games and I want to make you feel better about yourself. Literally, Boom. that's it. Boom. It's it's it. It's not any more complicated than that. Such a good life though. You know what I mean? Like everything else aside, because, you know, there's a million things going on in the world. Everything else aside, what is your goal today? Play some video games and make someone feel a little bit better about themselves. Yes, it's Fuck very concise yeah, goal. I yeah, mean, I wake up and I know what I'm going to do. Like at least for those two hours or three hours and that we're on, that we are on the internet. Like There you go. Out, you know, um, that's what I'm doing. Heck and, yeah. You know, day. And if I'm on Discord, that's the same thing. Like we have, a, we have a big Discord, and I'm doing that too. And um, you know, and I think one of the things I'm happiest about is that the community—they've rallied around each other, even yeah. in in spite of Mister Poet and I. They're just yeah, they're with each other all the time, like helping each other out. And isn't that neat to see? It's amazing to see. Like it's become its own organism. Yeah, that, that that's its own living thing, in, independent of us. Okay, just just talking from somebody who's created the Discord in the community, from someone that's created the Discord in the community, like me, me to you, what you just said just hit me big time because I'm not the greatest at being on my Discord all the time. I'm terrible but, at Discord. Yeah, <laughs> but I have been trying a lot more recently, and... I go in there and I see a group of people. Someone has an issue. All of a sudden, there's eight or ten there, people helping yep. them out. I had nothing. I'm like, I'm reading through the stuff, like tearing up, going, "Oh my goodness!" Like people loving people, yeah. and and I had nothing to do with it. But then again, I did because I created this community. You're like, was I'm it reading the, right the creation now about of one it? of our. Their dad had a heart problem, and they're all trying to help her make her feel better. Oh. And yep, it's, I love it. Yep. You're not um, you're not actually creating the situations that help people, but you're helping to facilitate other yes. people creating it. I, I love that. Yeah. Like that's what I look at. I'm like, you know what? This I, I hate saying like I made this because I I did I facilitated a place where people that are good can come together and do the things that they're going to do. I love that. That right there gives me like I'm I I forget sometimes to even type into Discord, but I'll read it and feel like I was right there with them. You know, I always say hi in the morning and I say good morning. I again Discord, I struggle with Discord because yeah. Discord is kind of chatty. Yeah. And it, Discord is not my strong suit. However, I'm on it every day and I'm always reading and uh I have ex Dave is an excellent moderator who keeps an eye on Discord for me. And nice. uh, 
<laughs> Wait, did you say Dave? But, yeah. Dave, we're going to give a shout out to Dave. Dave, you're Evading the, yes, the great and the librarian and I've, I've, we have great librarians, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I just, um, this, I, uh, this is a part of it I struggle with. I also struggle with voice chat. Like if I'm trying to play a game with somebody and I'm in voice mm -hmm. chat, I don't do that well. That I really. Oh, he does. He does it great. I can't do that. See, no, he does I'm, it great. I can't do I'm, it playing the video game with people playing with me there's some people that do like discord while they're playing a video game i will ignore the voices in discord if they're not about the game if that makes sense like if yeah. we're if, you know if because uh, i used to not ever play first person shooters you know or, or shooter games at all yeah um, and then when fortnite came out like a couple months after it came out i started playing it so it's really the only one besides destiny she got me into destiny um the only one besides destiny that i'll play there's new destiny content coming out i saw that um so i will play squads with people and talk to them and have fun that to me is that's a whole lot of a whole lot of fun but i've had where they're like hey let's go into discord and then people that aren't playing jump in and i'm like i can't i can't be a part of that conversation while doing this like it it just doesn't my brain says he no. can't even he can't even have like a two second conversation with me while he's playing by himself i <laughs> I, but I can sympathize because i struggle with um auditory like overstimulation not with music mm -hmm. i can do music but like with a lot of people chatting if i'm trying to play like a video game or something i just this it's just a cacophony of sound to me and i can't handle it it makes me really anxious you see, when I'm really focused, like say on a video game, I I can't hear anything but that. One thing that because I I was diagnosed with ADD a long time ago, and I'm not very hyper, but I'm very all over the place. Is that all? The one thing I love about Twitch is I'll open five to seven Twitch channels and put the volume at different levels for each one, but where I can hear them all, and I can go and respond and talk to everybody. Um, it, and it works for me. But if I'm concentrating on something, I turn everything off. Like, she'll play video games with music. Like, I don't even put on music. If I'm concentrated on it, um, then... Oh, I can play with... Music is different for some reason. I don't know. It's, like, in a different part of my brain. It's human okay. voices that are different for me. It's weird. It's. I love the way different brains do different it's things. It's also like, while I'm people. streaming. Streaming seems to make it worse because I'm trying to play a game and I'm trying to look at chat and I'm trying to interact with chat. Mm -hmm. um also like you know the neurological issues come into play my memory loss when i'm trying to talk to people and i'm trying to remember what these people are saying and it, it's right. just it's that one element too much and, and i hear you on that even when i'm drawing on stream i've i've had streams where because chat's going that i won't draw till almost two hours in like i won't put the pencil to the paper two hours into stream because that's why i'm an hour into uncharted yeah. <laughs> yeah right exactly I, I can't even you know what both of you are lucky because i can't even stream at all i try to sit down and stream and i'm getting up 15 times during this stream my anxiety is going so bad i have to go outside every every other time just to smoke so that i can chill out enough to talk to people and then on top of that i can't keep up with the chat to save my freaking life like i'm just the first year I'm better, so, I'm better at being in the office. <laughs> the first year or so, I didn't use the camera. I still don't like using the camera. I I always preferred to be, again, because he's the main event and I'm supposed to be the manager, I always liked the idea of sort of being the, uh, as the wizard behind the curtain. Gotcha. And you got to see That's him. Me. You got to see yeah. him and you don't get to see me. 
However, chat made it vocal, made themselves vocal and very clear that they would like to have me on the camera. Yes. So you see me on the camera now. But it, it's not by, it's not really because it's not my, it's my first choice. Right. Uh, it's not what I would do. It's not what I, it was not my first choice, but I. It's I, not your intention. It was not my intention. There we nor, go. Nor was streaming. But, but see, you're, um, you're very, I do you're it to push myself. You're both very I, lovable in uh, I'm not lovable. Like oh. I'm not saying that to be mean. Like yes, ask him. I'm about are. as cuddly as a cactus. So, okay, I think there's a difference between cuddly and lovable. I mean, right? I'm not I can I'm not love you with, without like, wanting to get stabbed, okay? <laughs> I'm not I'm not approachable. Like if you see us in person, approach him. Uh although I love you guys, so that's fine. But I was you don't say, like I I just don't, and I get maybe there's because we've I, we've known you for so long, like I'm like I what you're saying I don't see it. I'm like what are you talking Look, about? You're amazing and wonderful, and I adore you. And let me put it this way. Let me put it this way. I've hugged since I've known Jess, or you guys know him as Potch, but I've since I've known Potch, I think I've hugged maybe five people. I would give you a hug. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. I hug you too, and I'm not an enthusiastic hugger. I did hug the people who came to Poetpalooza. Uh, you guys got to come to Poetpalooza. But um, other than that, that, he's the hugger. I'm not like. See, I, I, I don't. Like I'm everybody. very, very, he, very selective. He hugs you like do you like when he hugs you. It feels like nothing bad could ever happen to you. You were just enveloped safe. That's my goal. When I hug you, you are you are perfectly protected for yeah, that moment. Yeah, that's how okay. his hugs are. Yep. That's my goal I when I hug people. I love those hugs so much. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how he hugs people. You know what I got that from? My dad does that. When I get a hug from my dad, I've, look, I'm a grown man. I'm a grown-ass man. But when I get a hug from my dad, I feel like that eight-year-old little kid that, like, Aww, the world is good. Sweet. You know what I mean? Like, nothing bad can happen in these five ten seconds Aww. and that's the way i try and make others feel because i know that feeling when i meet someone or if i see someone and i give them a hug is to go if a car hits us you're fine you know what i mean like i got you like that's my you know if the meteor hits here you're gonna be the only one left i got you you know like that's my yeah. goal when i yep. get someone to hug yeah yeah it's, see, it's I'm more fun. like i protect people like with a shield kind of person like i'll protect you but not like huggy kind of way like i that. totally thought you were gonna say i protect people with a shoe i'm like so you just walk around hitting people with a shoe well he wears a I size like... 17 shoe so i Jeez. couldn't do it i mean i Jeez. i am well armed i'm well armed <laughs> that's as long as my arm yeah you're well armed oh, <laughs> that's a broad sword man <laughs> it's easier now to get him shoes because of like you know amazon and whatever yeah. but like 20 years ago when we first got together Ooh. getting him shoes was a goddamn nightmare i and bet he, yeah when he was a kid getting shoes i assume wasn't fun so yeah that's a that's a big foot that's a big yeah, foot big feet and they're right. like triple wide too like it sucks just yeah, those, those are pretty much when you order custom shoes at that point, like hey, this usually like what me. happens is he ends up with like basketball shoes that that are like all these weird colors that I get like on clearance because nobody else wanted them because they're ugly. <laughs> See, I'm that's the typically that what he ends those. up with. Like I love those kind of shoes, but usually I do too, but nobody else left. likes them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, usually the last <laughs> ones left are size 15 and 17 and 13, yeah, yeah, and I'm like, yeah. See, I, ah. like I like obnoxious shit, so yes. I'm in. But yeah, me too. Right. 
Well, I mean, her, your, she asked for a custom pair of shoes. Okay. Oh my God! If I got a custom pair of shoes, well, I want them like red, black, and gold CDs. with the modern poet logo. That'd be amazing. This is this is what she got <laughs> with a a custom pair of shoes. Those are fucking sexy. So uh, right? yeah, I, I took an all white pair of shoes that she had, and I painted them for her. If you ask her what her favorite color is, her favorite color is rainbow. Yeah, oh, we are Those a are bright family. Sexy. It is a bright family in here. I Those love are... neon. I wear the shit out of those shoes. I, think... The only reason why I don't is because I am so scared of the paint. That they're going to get off. the color fucked up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I, no, know. I, have a, I have a ceiling. I'll put them on them. You wear them. I'll, you know what? How about this? Sorry. And you guys are hearing this now, so you know that I said it. If you wear those out, I'll just, I'll just make, make you new ones. <laughs> okay. Like, okay. you live with me, I will constantly supply you with new custom shoes. You, <laughs> you, you got you, the hookup. Right? <laughs> That's just how it works. You want new custom shoes, you got to live with me. Nice. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's not a bad deal for me. I I'd wear the shit up. out of those shoes, like, right now. I'd be lacing them up, <laughs> breaking them in. Yeah, let me throw a ceiling on them now that I have a new leather ceiling. And if you want to wear it, wear it, man. Don't, I'll, I will make... New shoes. I have no problem. I love I love art. I, I went 40 years of my life being told that it would never do anything good for me. Don't pay attention to it. I prove them all wrong. I love art. And so like it's become that driving passion for me of just creating and making new. And yeah, if you want new shoes because you wore these ones out, sweetheart, I will make you new shoes. Yay. I love watching art. I can't art. I wish I could art, but I can't. Everybody can art. Everyone says that. I promise you I'm the whoopole. There is a person who made millions of dollars on stick figures. You can art. Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Come on. The guy made money off stick figures. But not. I think it's a difference, though. If you're not trying to make money, but you're trying to do a certain type of art is the difference. I if would you're like not to trying be to able to do, like, you know, the stuff I'm into, which is, like, fantasy kind of gothic stuff. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, a Halloween kind of shit. I can't. Like, I could barely, like, stick figures would be the upper echelon of my artistic <laughs> women, all right? Getting my name legible is the middle <laughs> echelon of my artistic women. I don't know what the lower part is. I know. I, know. I, I got you. Can yeah, you I, draw I, a line? Uh, not really. Not, not, a, not a straight one. In seventh grade, I they made me draw a light bulb, and my seventh grade art teacher, who did tons of cocaine off his desk, would be like, <laughs> he told me, he's like, that looks like a baked potato. You need to, art is not your thing, which I already wow. knew. Anyway, wow. but you shouldn't tell a seventh grader that. Yeah, but, but when you're doped up on coke, you'll say whatever you want. Uh, Mr. Martin, I still remember his name. That was quite the school. We had a shop teacher who kept Jack Daniels in the drawer. He cut his thumb off. It was a mess in that place, man. Oh, gosh. He was oh, a nice that's, guy. That's... He was like 100. <laughs> that sounds awesome. <laughs> I'm just picturing 100-year-old, one-thumb Jack Daniels drinking shop teacher. It would, just, it would just walk around like this. We did whatever the fuck we wanted. He didn't give a shit. <laughs> I, he must have had tenure or something because nobody yeah. ever oh, did yeah. anything. Oh yeah, he I don't know. I don't know how if you can have tenure in a junior high school, but if you can, he had this, Mister Euknis. I still remember his name, Mister Euknis. It's either that or they knew he's got to be dead because he now. had to be seventy in the nineteen in nineteen ninety. So he's got to be dead. But 
Or is Jack Daniels in a way or, still in a junior high? Well, I mean, it depends on it. depends on how much alcohol he drank. Maybe he's very well preserved. Right, That's he may point. have died years That's ago, but he's still going because That's it's Jack point. Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real life weekend of Bernie's going on right now. <laughs> well, on that <laughs> note, <laughs> I was gonna say, real, uh, Mr. Poet actually used to work in a nursing home, and it's kind of sad, but he had to weekend at Bernie's, one of the patients out when they died. Oh, I know. Like, Aww. why did you? But he had to sneak them out or some reason. Like, he couldn't actually carry them out. But it's kind of like half funny, half sad. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I can see visually. I don't know why did you have to weekend at Bernie's them again? They died during a Christmas party in the middle of the Christmas party. Oh, oh that yeah, wow. Because of the Christmas party, so we had to bring the body out to the coroner. Ah, uh, okay. Wow. Bring out Gurney out. Yeah, that would have changed the no, whole no, atmosphere. Of a Christmas whole vibe, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Christmas would have been shitty at that point. I mean, it was, oh, but... I'm not sure how legal that was, either. I don't think that... He, he was a dishwasher. I'm not sure he really should have been, you know, weekend at Birdie's thing out of corpse, but, you know... <laughs> and I was actually a dishwasher at the time. Yeah. Yeah, see, I used to I used to be a dishwasher at, at a, a a group home, an old folks home, and a buddy of mine was working. They had um the the rich old folk wing, right, and then they had oh, yeah. the, the average money old folk. The average money old folk wing, they ate in like a cafeteria. The rich people had waiters and a on cart, and, a la carte, yeah, 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 right. But my buddy, um, he was one of the waiters, so he was dressed all nice, and there was somebody that looked like they were reaching for a thing of salt on the ground and the, the salt was right there. So he came over and said, Hey, do you need help? And realized that the person had died and dropped their salt. Oh and so God. he was like at a table while everybody else is eating with this person that had died right in front of them, just leaned over with their salt. And like he, he <laughs> after work, he, he finishes, you know, shift and everything else and was like, good to do. But after work, he was like, I don't know if I can work here anymore. I don't know if I can do this. Which I get. He's like, I touched a dead body. I don't want to touch a dead body. I've touched a lot of dead bodies. See, I don't know if I'm morbid or whatever, but it would like I'm, I'm not bothering me. But I mean, they have to go. Yeah. At some point, you yes. know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Well, I was also a in-home health care worker, so like I would go to people's houses and take care of like their grandparents. Oh and yeah. Stuff, and so yeah. I've I've touched multiple dead bodies. Yeah, yeah I'm good. It's, See, it's an uncomfortable why, feeling. <laughs> there's a reason why I got into psychology instead of like nursing or, or being a, a doctor. He went ways. to school for a bit for nursing and then we quite frankly ran out of money. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> it's truth be told, but I'm honestly in hindsight I'm not sure that he would have done really great at it because I do think he would have become a little bit too emotionally involved I do, I, it, I do yeah you definitely have to harden yourself for that kind of a job yeah, yeah. it's, it's not it's not an easy job to have and you have to such be a beautiful a special kind of person to harden himself up see and that's yeah with mr p like let's not do that to him yeah <laughs> let's not do yeah, that let me be the hard ass in this relationship please <laughs> we all have our role let me do the right. It's been 20 years of everyone being like, oh, your husband's so sweet and your husband is so nice and your husband is so this and me going, I know. 
I let's know. not change that. Let's keep it that way. Let's not change that. Let's not change that. But they're always like looking at me like, like, <laughs> like how do I say it? Like he's doing me a favor. Like because like it's charity because he's so sweet and I'm such a dick. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's like no, I'm reading between the lines. You just called me an asshole. I get pretty it. Pretty much. Yeah. I yeah, get yeah, it. Yeah. 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 Yes, he earned his spot in heaven with this marriage. I get it. I get it. I get it. And I'm now manager. Motherfucker hasn't hell. cleaned a toilet bowl in 20 years. Does that mean nothing? <laughs> right. I guess heaven doesn't have toilets. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's just, I'm a visual person. Right? So that was just oh, good shit. Good shit. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's funny in relationship wise when there is that difference, you when, know, when the, one of you is so different from the other one. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. works though. It works yeah. so well. Like with Star and I, I'm telling you, like I am the rambler, the talker, the everything else. I mean, when I'm off stream or when I'm not, you know, doing these, there's moments that I'll have where I'm just dead quiet for long periods of time. But then we'll get into a conversation. And I realized that in an hour conversation, she talked for eight to 12 minutes and I talked for 48 of it. And she'll just be looking at me and I'm like, I'm sorry. (laughs) I just, I realized because she's patient. My only problem is when uh he says stuff to me that doesn't like, it's not a question. It's nothing. It doesn't elicit a response, but then he gets pissy at me when he's like looking at me for a response, but I don't respond because the fucking thing he said doesn't demand a response. That's the only thing that irritates me. Like if you want something that elicits a response, say something that elicits that says you want a response. That's the only because I'm not gonna volunteer yeah. a response. I've started with the you know what I mean? Like, because I, I, I used to do that where I would say stuff and be like, are you even paying attention? Yeah, he like, gets yeah, mad at me. I'm like, yeah, I listened. Like, I heard exactly what you said. Well, I don't know what you want me to say. Yeah. She just repeats back when I'm like, are you even listening to me? She's like, yeah, you said this, 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 and exactly. this. Exactly. Like, right, smart ass. So now I've learned to go <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Do you get what I mean? So, so you then, understand, Star. Yeah. You get, Star gets what I'm saying. And she'll just be like, yeah, no, I, I hear hate you. that. It is said that that because I just talked for ten minutes, and then they go, "You get what I mean?" She's like, "Yeah," and then I'm good. Because yeah. then I I, I didn't. I, I heard you. I point. got it. Yeah, she I said just she don't heard know me. where I'm supposed to interact here. My favorite, my favorite is when I'm sitting here and I'm doing something, and he's talking to me, but I'm still doing what I'm doing, and he doesn't ask for that response, so I don't respond. Thank and he's you. like, "Did you hear me?" And I'm yes, like, "I heard you." Just because I'm doing something doesn't mean I didn't hear what Thank you're saying. You. She, I don't have to look at you to know what heart. you're saying. She's after my own heart. Thank you. I'm a, I'm evolving as a person and remembering <laughs> to say. Did you hear I'm that? trying to okay. too. I'm trying to make sure that I look at that. I'm like, yes, I, 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 I heard you, but even though you, I, you didn't ask me for a response. Right. Not, I'm just gonna give it to you anyway. Well, and that's what I'm. I'm learning as a person is to go. She doesn't have to respond. She doesn't because I didn't ask you. Just like what you're saying, there was nothing that elicited a response. So for me to evolve, I have to go. Well, I didn't fucking ask her anything. Why would she answer? So until I ask something that that gets a response, I cannot get upset. Like that's what I do in my head. In if turn, I'm, I'm talking, trying to realize, like, okay, let's just try to help him feel a little validated. Yeah. 
So I'm trying to work on my side too. But <laughs> it's that naturally as a naturally as a person, my brain does not think to say anything back if you don't say anything to me that elicits a response. But I'm working on it. It's the difference between walking in and saying, today was really nice, and expecting you to go, yeah, it was a nice day, compared to, today was nice, how was your day? Yeah. One yeah, of them, yeah. you just made a statement, cool, I'm glad your day was nice, but I'm doing yeah, something. Exactly. <laughs> Where the other right. one actually wants Why to respond. Nice. Awesome. <laughs> it's it's see it's humans. I love the human brain. This is why I witness psychology. I love the human brain because every single person does shit differently, and and it's not bad or good. It's just different, and it is it's fun. Tell, it's a lot of fun. Tell tell Fakey about the the moment that you realized that I hear everything. Like literally Which everything. Because oh yeah, I have really good hearing too, and he hates that. Well, it's, <laughs> it's like the amount of shit that she has repeated back to me because I'm like, did you even hear me? And then she goes back. She, I think she does it kind of smartassly. Instead of just repeating the last <laughs> thing I said, she'll go back and repeat like the last two minutes of shit that I said. I'm like, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> when my I memory wasn't absolute dog shit because of my disease, I would go back and be a smartass and give him like a whole paragraph <laughs> of shit he said right? just to prove a point. Right? Like, do you want last Thursday while you're at it? Like, But now that I don't remember <laughs> so much i just will say things to say like I, I my brain doesn't let me be quite so much of a smart ass about the whole thing yeah. anymore See, but back in the she, day oh i used yeah, to have smart ass. Okay, <laughs> but I, used to, I used to have an identic memory where i'd be able to remember like decks of cards almost whole Ooh. books chapters of books like a real i had a very good memory so i would be able to just recite shit from god knows when it really piss him off but you know now now he's lucky he only gets tortured a little a little a, a fraction of what he used to get tortured all right i'll give you that say i'll give you that yeah a fraction of what he used to get tortured I, it used I'm to drive it used to drive him nuts because i wouldn't look at him when he was talking to me and like while i understand that's a sign of respect for most people I can't because if I'm looking at you, my brain is looking behind you and at everything else around you and I'm not paying attention to the conversation. But the second I get on my phone and start playing a game or if I'm sitting here drawing or doing something with my hands and focusing on a very linear thing, I can tell you everything that was said. Everything. Every last bit. Every tiny little detail. But I can't do it if I'm looking at you. See, I, have, I used to be able to be like that. Now I actually have to focus on what he's saying. See, here's here's the thing is that and it has nothing to do with Star herself. Is it and it's not as much that I need her to, to stare at me because I don't usually make eye contact with people when I'm talking. Um, but I just like that acknowledgement look. And the reason why though, and this is something that I've I'm working on. This is me being transparent with what I'm working on is that I was in a relationship with somebody for 14 years to where I would start talking to them and they would turn their back to me and start walking away and expect me to follow them like a puppy dog, right? They would do things on purpose to make me chase after them 
as a, a psychological yep. like fuck up thing. Yep. And I didn't realize it at first because I didn't know people would be an asshole like that, but they were. And then when I realized that I became pissed off. And so I'm like, hey, if I'm talking to you, don't have your back turned to me. Don't do this shit because I know you're being an asshole. It had nothing to do with Star. Star had never done that to me before. It was from somebody else. But it's shit that I'm working through. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. when I'm talking and she, you know, turns her back and starts doing something, it subconsciously triggers. And I'm like, hey, uh, oh, yeah. you know, like validate just for a second, please. That's all I need. And, you know, it's something I'm working on. It's something I'm, I've done a hell of a lot yeah. better this past year than I did the two years prior, two and a half years prior. So it's something that I'm definitely working on. But it's it's stuff like that that we may or may not realize that we brought into a relationship from something else. Oh yeah. Well, he didn't really have relationships before me, but I did. So I'm bringing in, I brought in, we've been, I mean, we've been together over 20 years now, so it's not really. Congratulations. That's freaking beautiful. I love that. And so now it's not so much of an issue because we've been together since I was 20 years old. Mm -hmm. But when we, when I first got together, he, he got the brunt of me being in a five year dysfunctional relationship with a 24 year old groomer. You know what I mean? And Oof. someone who hit me with a car. Jeez. Um, Freaking who, Louise. Yeah, he kicked the car and bent the frame. He was not happy. Um, yeah. Holy uh, shit. So he was psychologically abusive. He had just, he would, uh, he basically fattened me up like a veal calf so that he would, he does, he did it to the people after me too. So that he would think that no one else would think you were attractive. Oh, wow. Um, so, and then I won't get into what he's done since me, but crimes have been involved and they were involved with me too, obviously, Right, Uh, right, right. you know, but, and he would videotape me when I was like 15. And then I found out later he showed it to, he was videotaping me and him and I didn't know it. Mm -hmm. Um, and he showed it to his ex. Now his ex did me a solid and destroyed it. Nice. Um, but cause we became friends cause I tried to warn her to get out. Right, Um, right. But so he's uh yeah. Some people say their exes are monsters because yeah. they don't like them. I actually right. get to say my ex is a monster. Right. I won't go too Me far too. into it, but I get to say my ex is a monster. Um, Wait, you know. that isn't something to be that excited about. Star stuff's like me too. Yeah, I'm about. sorry that you both had to okay. deal with monsters like that. <laughs> but it's it's. It's a point of every time I've ever said that my ex was a monster, I always get that look of, yeah, but what did you do for the relationship to make it so bad? And I'm like, you don't understand. I didn't. Like, I worked my ass off to make a relationship work that clearly wasn't, and my ex was a monster. And I can vouch for, you know, being with Star that I have never been with somebody that's as giving to a relationship as she is that wants to make it work and not in where I'm going to bend over backwards, step all over me, but like we'll go out of her way to help a tense situation in the relationship or, you know, talk through or work through. And so now having known, you know, people may not, you know, well, I wasn't in the relationship. It was probably your fault too. Now having been in a relationship with her, I'm like, I don't see how, someone could you know like if there's a point where you're you're you fall out of love with somebody okay then go hey you know what this relationship isn't working let's go our separate ways okay it it happens it is what it is but to be a piece of shit to somebody doesn't make sense to me especially to somebody that's like i'm gonna do whatever i can to make this relationship a good relationship 
why would you step on that person? Why would you hurt that person? It doesn't make any sense. But different people do weird shit for yeah. the reasons that they know. And there's... Yeah, there. my ex and I, the thing is, he, I, I never got as submissive as he wanted because I uh, don't have a submissive personality at all. Got you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we were like this for five years and even though he was like kind of grooming me and kind of doing like if my my person like my personality just kept coming into play and we just mm -hmm. i don't know if i had had a submissive i i i don't know what would have happened but i just am glad that he came around because i th honestly think if he wasn't around and my friend and we hadn't met I probably uh -huh. would have married my ex like I had planned. Like we we had a married a wedding planned and the whole thing. I really think that would have happened. Mm -hmm. And my life would have gone a very different way. Well, so so now, when, now when you say somebody saves your life, like I really mean it. I'm I'm a even larger fan of Mr. P because that yes. is beautiful. That's awesome. Like I'm already a huge fan, but that is awesome. I I love I, that. I love I that when I would have married my ex because I had no my it was a shit home wife or a shit home wife. I had no prospects. Got you. Got you. I really didn't have any. So when when it's either A or B and both of them are now. And no coping skills and no future nothing. I had a GED. He wasn't gonna let me go to school. I tried to go to cosmetology school, but he kept having me stay home. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because you yeah. can't be independent. Yeah. And any money I made he took and it was just a whole fucking thing. Uh, but then I would fight for the money, and I'd get the money because again, I'm not I'm not very good at being submissive. So that would turn into a mess. So yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm glad. I mean, this is just I'm not in a relationship, so I don't have a, a a say in it. I'm just for myself personally on the outside looking in. Very glad that you had the opportunity that you do. Mr. P had the opportunity that he I'm that he does. One of the luckiest human beings on planet Earth, and I, I'm trying to never forget it. That's awesome. I love that. Same. That's beautiful. Same. Like if Potch if Potch hadn't rescued me, I had taught myself how to tie. You literally do. Oh. Well, and I, I had taught myself and done the reinforcement to the back porch and I was days away from jumping off my back porch and killing myself. Yeah, it's like being there with that book so, in the hotel room. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he literally saved my life. I love that there's good people in this world. I'm just going to say that. And I think that just about everybody has it in them, whether it's been buried or not. And I just, I love that there's good people and good people that aren't, aren't scared to take chances on others, which I see in your streams. You're a good person that takes chances on others. Like you, you don't do a mental health stream, but damn it, you help a lot of fucking people. Both of you, oh, Mr. P, thanks, help a lot man. of other people. It means and, a lot. We really like to help people. No, it's not a mental health thing. <laughs> and I, well, I'm saying that to reiterate <laughs> because you said that, and I never want to lead people to believe yeah. <laughs> that they're going to go there and get therapy. But Yeah, they're not. <laughs> but you, they are going to have a really good time with some, some shenanigans. Yeah. Uh, and um, eventually get through Uncharted 4, I think, maybe. <laughs> Someday. Well, this is what I would. This is what I would love to do. If, um, and I'm saying this now, so the people listening, there's going to be um, links to be able to go see Modern Poet, uh, which is faking Mr. P, to be able to go see them on Twitch and and hang out and get to know the wonderful people there are. Um, now we we talked about it a little bit. You guys have a merch store. We do. It's our on Redbubble. 
and I will Perfect. give you that link. Yep, we'll we'll put a link to the Redbubble into the the description. Um, if there are any other socials that you guys want people to follow you, if not, I won't put them. But if there are, throw them I in there. I'll give you the Twitter and the, the Twitter. Instagram. Cool. Yep. Then we will put those in the description. I strongly encourage. It, and this is not just coming from me going. Well, it's business. I have to tell you to. I I have been. Uh, I don't always say the word blessed. Fortunate. Very, very fortunate to be able to know Fakie Mr. P, modern poet, for a, a, a while now, for a long while. And the reason why I stayed, I'll just testimony on why I stayed, is that, yeah, there was the cussing, there was the loud, there was the... It, but it for me, that was it was beautiful because I saw a real person being a real person. And that's what I'm looking for, someone to be fucking real. Don't pretend, don't sugarcoat shit, be real. And then not only were they real... But they made sure to go, I see you and you're valid. And, and I don't care who you are. Being seen and being validated seen. just as a person is fucking amazing. And it's something that will happen when you're there. When you're around them, you, and it's not that, you know, you go there and like, oh, well, you guys are my only validation. Work on yourself if that's what you need. But if you are looking to go hang out with people that you know will love you for who you are, Go go check them out. Go hang out. Go get to know them. Don't look for them to entertain you. Go there to become part of the family and community and and just form that bond, that friendship, that love. And I'm saying this as a person who's done that, and the rewards are astronomically amazing. I mean, like we said earlier, we're like two ships passing in the night. You guys usually stream when I'm getting up, and I stream when you guys are done. It's it's a, a Hardly, like we hardly get to run into each other as much oh. as we could. But every single time, every time I do, I, I'm so happy when I get to make it to your stream. I feel the same way. Like I'll see you guys out and be like, "Oh yes," you know. Like that, even if I'm only there for five minutes because I'm working, I will stop working and go. Okay, I'm here for just a couple minutes. I need to get that. Okay, cool, and then go back to working. Um, so I'm saying this is somebody who has benefited from a a friendship from a family connection with um, modern poet and i say modern poet over and over because i wanted to get into people's head because that's the channel they're going to see is modern poet but it's you know fakey mr p um and just get to know him say hi to him just go in and say hi say what's up you know talk to him see what's going on i'd strongly encourage it um and i've had yeah, a lot we'll, of fun. We'll bullshit about anything really i mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 and I've I've had a lot of fun today, like getting to see. I've had a really good time. One. I can't thank you enough for having me here. This is like, if if you guys are down, maybe in three to six months, you know, do another one and check to see how things have been if going. You'll have me back. I oh, would love 100%. to come back, and hopefully, we can get Mr. P when he's a little more awake, and we can get uh the. You know what? Uh, there we go. The dynamic here of the two of us, and I'll just keep pointing. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> that, yeah, that'll be the bonus, the like the excitement of the build up for the next one. So we're gonna have <laughs> yeah. Mr. P in here. Too. We're gonna have Woo! Mr. P in here when he's not yeah. having sleep. Yeah. Now, even if not, like I, I'm not joking when I say a fanboy. Like you can ask Star. Like I get geeked out. So I'm having so you happy on when again, you come in the stream, and then when I get to raid you a few times, oh I my goodness. You, I get so excited because when I, I know that my community is going somewhere where I know they're going to feel as loved as they do with us, and that's that's a tall ask. That's, that's and the goal. thank you for that, love. Oh, yeah. Oh, that is my goal is to – look, <laughs> I, I, 
I haven't. Okay, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna confess this. When I started streaming, and I would have you know four or five people in my chat, I got rated by um, a partner uh, whose name is Derner. She had fifty some people and rated me. I stopped talking. I like, but uh, uh, you know, like I freaked yep, out. Right? Freaked I never out. had fifty people in my chat before. Yeah. And, and I got used to, you know, as I've been doing this for years, you know, I'd get a couple of raids like that. And so I got to where, okay, don't freak out. Everything's cool. You know, yours is one of the few that when, when I see it pop up and say Modern Poets rating you, I'm like, okay, be cool, be cool, be cool. It doesn't matter if you're rating with one person or a hundred people. It doesn't fucking matter. When I see the name pop up, I'm like, hey, guys, you know, like I kind of like, because I get excited. You seriously you you two have made so such an cute. impact on me and what i do and how i do things because of what you guys genuine genuinely are i respect it i love it i think it's amazing so i a lot. thank you i'm appreciative one that you were here today i'm too i'm appreciative that the two of you do what you do that to me is I'm saying thank you for every single person that's ever come by your channel oh, that's, don't make me that's cry that's, well, the good thing is you have the glasses on. No one will see it. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, cool, I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool. <laughs> but if you would pass on our love to Mr. P. And, um, I absolutely. You're all, getting all sorts of love here. Yes, all the loves. Thank you. All, <laughs> and just see those of you that are listening, that voice that you just heard, that's what you have to look forward to the next time we do a, a, a podcast with yes. Modern Poet. We're going to hear both voices. Yes, um, you, get, and... you get the friendly one next time. <laughs> <laughs> you get the cuddly one. <laughs> and I love it. I love it. I love it. So um, everybody listening, thank you. Thank you for hanging out with us. Thank you for being a part of it. Thank Remember, you check so the much for having me. Oh, absolutely. Thank you for making the time to be with us. Um, one thing I like to do right at the end, and, and before you, you hang up on the call, we just want to give all the listeners a nice, friendly goodbye. If there's anything that you want to say to them, I um, do. any parting Thank words. Thank you so much for listening. Um, it means a lot. If I never get to see you again, if I never get to talk to you, let me just say what I tell everybody. You matter. You have worth. You have value. Take responsibility for what you do, but you are more than the actions of your worst day. I know I said this earlier, but it means so much to me that I'm going to say it again. You're also more than a trophy case or a list of accolades. You are a whole and your whole being, and you matter. And you don't matter because you're a viewer in a Twitch stream. You matter because you're you. And if I would love to have you come over and hang out in the stream, but if I never get to, I care so much about what happens to you. And I hope you find, you. if you don't have your worth, I hope you find it because I believe it's there. See this one hey, I'm Mr. P. Hey, yes. Mr. P. Yeah, I, I love this. I love this. Thank you so much for tuning in for this episode of the Podcast. We appreciate your time, and we hope to see you back again for more very soon. Until then, take care, have a wonderful day, and go follow Podchfad on Twitch.